I'm gonna do that. Just dive right into Boyd's tunnel. What kind of father are you letting her watch that movie already? What would your parents say about this? Uh, Leah, have you just told me a big fat porky pie? I don't tell lies. It's wrong. So, last time, uh, Jordan got all the awards, but it only equates to one inspiration. So, and I already uh, had it. So, yeah. oh my, what a waste! <laughs> and Donnie gets one also. You guys wasted your fucking votes. <laughs> hey, you had the most That's... impressive game. You earned it. I think all I yeah, did was have good rolls. <laughs> you just That's the spirit behind the voting system. In a row. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's been a fucking tank lately. Hey guys, turns out I already have inspiration as well. We don't lose inspiration, right? It just doesn't stack. It doesn't if stack. You use huh? it. Okay, because I still have one from last time too. Thank God. Alright, so I'm just going to skip, skip the recap and just start with like the description that I ended with last time. <clears throat> and then we'll just go from there. So, uh, after a sturdy climb upward, the tunnel opens into a huge well-lit chamber. The glow of the fair's res and bioluminescent fungi, complete with shafts of white light that fall upon a naturally formed shelf along the walls, as well <clears throat> as a rocky mesa at the center of the cavern. Crudely formed ramps connect to different levels of the mesa, up to the height of its two most piers, which are linked by a sturdy bridge. Atop one of these tiers sits a large red egg. Atop the other stands a 50-foot-tall obelisk made of a smooth black metal with a few noticeable imperfections, as though small parts of it were somehow chipped away. A female darrow stands close to the obelisk, gently patting and stroking its surface. The obelisk flashes once, and the glow of the fairies res around the cavern, flaring up in response. The darrow squeals with glee as she snatches an object up from the ground and then writes something down in a small notebook. And you are at the very edge of this cavern, and at this point she is enveloped in the obelisk and has not noticed you approach. I think we should group stealth. <clears throat> you had uh, done a group like stealth before, and so I'm just counting that you guys are still in that. We're still Do, stealth. Is the yeah. egg visible? It's visible. Is it high up? Really high up? Um, compared to where you are right now, it is 10, 20 about 30 feet up. Okay. You, uh, I see the, see her bigger, bigger picture. <laughs> I, I appreciate the, the preparation. <laughs> and then I'm refusing to turn it off also. <laughs> I want to look out for Captain Lou Albano. He's in that um, music video. Yep. So trailing behind you are all the NPCs. So if you wanted to dictate something about them, where you wanted them to be, now would be the time to do it. As I drop them in. Does it look like she has a way to get up on the platform where the egg is? Yeah, there's a uh, there's a bridge that goes across and spans. The but it goes two. up again, right? Looks like there's some stairs there too. Yeah, so there's a. It's on an elevated little platform, the egg. So she could climb up and get it, yeah. It looks like we could sneak around the back and go up the stairs behind the pillar. I don't know. She doesn't look very fearsome. I think we could probably just do what we want, right? I think she could probably alert a lot of other people, though. 
And who knows what that obelisk does other than shoot stuff out of it. You think it's got some kind of magic in it, too? I guess you could have a lot of kin around. That's a good point. Can I roll to see She was, like, moving across the platform to the egg and now is absorbing the egg. Roll for what? To see what this obelisk is about. Uh, Sure, you can roll, can I? Can I look around? Is there any Um, signs of more people? It'd be, yeah, you can be perception roll. And uh, in terms of the obelisk, probably would be easier if you're a little bit closer and to examine it physically, but you think that it's made of the same stone that you found in Jeroki's bag. I want to start creeping along. Okay. <laughs> I realize, like, let's go in quietly, and then he just walks forward and everyone else just stays still. <laughs> um, I got an 18 on that perception. All right, uh, wait one second, everybody, as you're moving forward. Um, so you look around the cavern, and there's really nothing. There's even though there's no exits in this cavern either, <clears throat> and it appears to be barren, um, except for on a spot that was overhanging the entrance that you guys walked into. As you walk in, she is completely oblivious to your movements, but floating above. And will come floating down as you enter. You hear like an alarm sound, like an uh, kind of noise, and uh, you see uh, one of these. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! So, it's a kin. It wasn't actually an alarm song. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just imagining it actually just said "aruga." <laughs> <laughs> it says that it makes an alarm, and I was like, "What kind of alarm noise would this thing fucking make?" But um. Yeah, you as you walk in. Like that. That's exactly what he said. I was uh, muted. I wanted to say Jim Jam and uh, Sarath to ready their attacks. Okay, and so they have There's their pistols ready. Is the um, the Noel thing here? No, uh, no, you sent him back, still back at the base. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stool, Prince Darendel, and the Noel should be at the... Uh, yeah, I remember the offhanded... Leave him at the whatever. Alright, sorry guys. I'm gonna bolt for the ledge. Um, so as the, that sound comes out and you go to make your move, uh, she's gonna turn her head and peek at you guys walking in. And she'll scream and just be like, Kill them! And she screams in terror. And we'll roll initiative. Can you show me where this guy's floating down at on the map before I move my guy? He's over to your right. If you can't see him, he's probably hidden by stone still. Okay. Oh, I see. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fucking song stuck in my head now. (laughs) Isn't it great? First is uh, Donnie D. I don't want to throw my hook spear at her. I remember you you said you wanted to rip the hooks off. I kept it on one. one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, And then I want to build some other stuff, but Sherwin didn't help out, so I think Donnie didn't do anything. It was a very patronizing conversation, as I recall. <laughs> it was. It would work, guys. Um, you didn't want to build anything. You wanted to make a spell that looked like a picture. <laughs> he doesn't really know the difference. So I have to switch it to... I have to use dex to throw it, right? Or how does that work? But you can throw a spear, right? It's like yeah, a 20 spear. feet. 20 feet normal range and 60 feet uh, for at disadvantage. It's going to be a disadvantage then. And is it dex or strength? Still strength. You could move first and get closer maybe. Just a thought. Nah, I don't think I... 
I don't think I can. No, it's too far. Motherfucker! Beast or famine. Can I use inspiration? You didn't tell me if it hit yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's. Yeah, it hit. <laughs> oh, um, shit. Cool. Crit it. Nice. Did you not see your roll? <laughs> yeah, I see it. But then the disadvantage thing. But inspiration, man. Uh, uh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. No, bad. my bad. Disadvantage, it doesn't hit. Go ahead, use your inspiration. Nice. So, it does hit that. <laughs> <laughs> um, look it up, DM. Look it up. I did mean to use my inspiration on the very first move because I knew I would forget it. I just forgot it before we actually got to the first move of the game. If that if that helps, I want to say just like reroll it, but I'll let you have it since it's a crit. Seems like a yeah. wasted crit. So there you go, eleven piercing. Oh right. As it just whizzes across and flies through the air, traveling what? 15, 20, 25, 30, 40, 40, and going up, like, up in an what angle. What is a nat one feet. on that crit table? And 50 feet up? Damn. Let's see. Well, 20. And, well, 50 feet distance. And then also going up. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. Number one Someone is needs- knockdown. In addition to critical hit damage, you knock her prone. Oh, nice. Sweet. So she just screams out, what the fuck? And then just flies and smacks into the stone behind her. He's knocked on her ass. Alright, Donnie cackles a little bit with joy. And then I'm gonna run up to Ray. Raylan, it's your turn. At what vertical level is this beholder? Um, you'd be the same as you currently. Okay, so he's like close to the ground. But he is hovering off the ground. Right, okay. So can I what's it cost me to get up this ledge? Uh, you can climb up the ledge. So it'll take you an movement? action. No, it'll take you an action to climb. It's climb, climb. What? Yes. What? Hmm. Can you use inspiration to climb? <laughs> sure. Can I float my ass up there for free? You got something for that? Okay. How about this? Since I gotta fucking use an action anyhow. What if I was uh, one size larger? Would it still cost me an action to get up there? No, I'll just say it costs you uh, half your movement. But it'll take you an action to eat your mushroom. Okay. Well, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to eat a mushroom, get real big, then go up here for half my movement, and then move here. All right. Grimsby, it is your turn. So on the map, you have the, the, the big hill and then the little hill is there a difference or is it all uh so each like, elevation is 10 foot that's all <laughs> 10 feet of yeah <clears throat> all right i'll come here and i will oh i have lots of things i can do because it's she hasn't moved yet okay so i'm gonna attack or i'm gonna i'm gonna hail of thorns her i'm gonna attack her i don't even know who she is hail of thorns attack and give me oh, another roll. This is at disadvantage because she's prone. But I'm I'm at uh, sharpshooter. I should ignore that shit. What does sharpshooter say? Doesn't it just long, cover? Long distance and cover. Yeah, this isn't cover. This is her being prone. She's like flat on the ground. Uh, oh right, and and my minus five. So I'm still I'm still at disadvantage. But minus five. Oh shit. So eighteen. So eighteen. Okay, 18 hits. Plus 10 damage. <laughs> Jeez. 
And then I get to add a, a 1D. Oh, I get to attack again. I'm going to attack again. God damn it. Misses. And I I add the one, or sorry, I forgot to add the one, the plus one D8 to the previous attack. So it's plus four. All right. So two, uh, 17, 21 and, damage. And Raylan, can you make a deck save for Hail of Thorns? Is he close she, enough? Yes. It's in five feet. Oh, he's five feet away? I thought he was further away. Sorry, Raylan. So Raylan will take two. She made her save. Does it, right. does it matter that I'm 10 feet lower? Uh, it's kind of like hard to judge that, so I'm just going to go by the squares. Okay, can't say yes if you don't ask. And, uh, yeah, so she is uh, significantly bloodied. She got knocked on her ass and just like pelted with missiles and uh, probably just clubbered to death now if you wanted to. Uh, let's see, Sarah's turn. He doesn't see anything. Or he doesn't see, yeah, he can't see shit from where he's at, so he's just going to move. And uh, next is the spectator's turn. So. Is he still alarming? No, now he's moving. So he is going to, from his current position while floating in the air, he's like cackling maniacally. And um, he is going to use a fear ray on Raylan for his first uh -oh. attack. So you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Can I use inspiration? Uh, sure. Roll again. <laughs> well, All right. my hot streak is over. <laughs> All right, you're going to be frightened for one minute. So frightened is uh, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of fear is within line of sight. And uh, you can't will can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. Question. Important question. Maybe yes. no one knows the answer to this because it's intentionally vague. I choose to turn my back to him like am I aware of, that I can just like turn my back to him well being choosing to turn his back your back to him means that you know where it is and therefore you would be afraid of it but doesn't it say line of sight or something yeah okay but you are willingly turning away from it because you're afraid of it okay I'll ask more on my turn <laughs> <laughs> um so <laughs> If it helps, then how about, um, he'll just use his movement. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. He'll move over here. Flying over. And then for his second attack, he is going to say Wounding Ray next on Raylan. This is a con hey. save. Jeez. All right. Does this somebody have guidance in here? Guidance? I don't think so. Anyway, Never mind. Right. So 13 necrotic damage. So the Darrow is going to use half her movement to stand up. And then she's going to use her action to cast a spell. She will cast invisibility as she vanishes. And next is Boyd's turn. All right. How tall are these cliffs? 10 feet. 10 feet each? Okay. You can uh, make a uh, climb action to climb up or... You could search for stairs or something like that. Okay, so if I turn into a giant badger. Okay. You got me listening. Not a giant. <laughs> they have a dig speed uh -huh. of 10 feet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so can I dig myself up? Stupid. Sure. Does that make yes. sense? It does. I don't know <laughs> okay. which one's faster. Climbing or digging through, but yeah, you could do that. Still an action, right? Though, isn't it? That's movement, though, right? 
It's movement. Yeah. It's Instead of movement. an action. Yeah. Okay. So I'll do that. Wild shape. Wild shape. Everyone's expecting like a, a horse. Honey badger don't give a shit. Or like a jumping animal of some kind. So Ain't no kangaroos badger. in here. Nice. <laughs> I don't have access to it. Damn it. Hold on. I'm gonna give it to you. Give it to me. Give it to me, dungeon daddy. Okay. You have control of it now. Yeehaw! I'm just gonna throw and your his boy token move. over here. Damn it! I had it. I had it all loaded up too, and I lost it. I deleted it. Closed it. It, it, it. it should pop up in that your journal over there. You can pop up in the stat block. He's got 30 movement. Yeah. So it's He's 30 movement or 10 dig, right? Is that what it is? It's 30 move. Yeah. So you could use like 20 feet of your regular movement and then 10 feet to dig okay. or something like that. Cool. Let's do it. So we'll go there. That's. I guess we'll go there, and then we'll go up a level. Okay. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> Rail and the badger suddenly pops up behind you. I figure I heard him shout wild shape first, so it's all good. Wild shape! <laughs> you went, okay, you're actually announcing it. Uh, Alright, um, next is going to be Jim Jar. He is in the same situation, cannot see the spectator, so he's got to move around the corner. And then next it is uh, Sherwin's turn. Scroll of Sea Invisibility. Oh, yeah. So um, it's one action. You cast it on yourself, and it lasts for one hour. And then for the duration, you can see invisible creatures and objects as if they were visible, and you can see into the ethereal plane. Ethereal objects appear ghostly and translucent. Right. Okay. Where is this biatch? Well, you turn it on. And she is not in anywhere in your visible range right now. Oh, okay. I mean, gonna... she, you, you're, you would assume she might be hiding behind something. Uh, you can catch like a glimpse of her foot uh, behind the uh, stone, um, the stone column that's holding up the egg. All right. Sherwin kind of does, uh, kind of like puts his like finger over his mouth and like looks at the others. And he points like two fingers at his eyes and he points up there kind of like what you see in like military movies like special ops Donnie nods <laughs> uh, next it is uh, Rumpadump's turn and he'll just kind of like want to just waddle over here can't do much and next is Bobby and she's going to take the dodge action and just hide behind Rumpadump uh, Donnie's turn alright oh, how uh, how difficult is this cliff face look it is could a lizard scamper up pretty easy in terms of difficulty it is below moderate but more difficult than easy dc you have to make a climb check all right i guess i'm gonna i want to take a peek into void's tunnel and how does that look climb wise uh yeah you could follow his tunnel what a fucking euphemism right. that. i'm gonna do that just all dive right. right into void's tunnel <laughs> all fresh and whatnot. This furry, hairy tunnel. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah. You, oh, have to, it's blocked by a huge beaver butt. So if I move you here, um, that basically yep. be all your movement. Because you have to go 5, okay. 10, 15, 20, and then 10 feet up, right? So that would be 30. Um, I'll take dash and okay. try to get to the stairs, I guess. All right. I could get up, I think. 
Uh, yeah, sorry, you don't probably don't have any vision on your badger. Hold on. Badger vision! Okay, now you should have it. Badger vision, activate! So I think using dash, I can get up to the third platform. So I'll, I'll chill right there. Okay. Next, it is Raylan's turn. Okay, so I can't move towards them as the deal, right? Correct. And my shit's at disadvantage? Yes. So we're allowed to speak outside of turn somewhat? Uh, if it's just things like, duck, look out, something like that. It's quacking. <laughs> Tall, skinny, rope. I'm coming. Can I throw him a cool? rope for free? Um, you can throw a rope, <laughs> oh, yes. We gotta let you use your bonus action to do that. Didn't he just come up my hole? What's he need a rope for? Yeah, that is a good question. I cannot tell you. Alright, I'm gonna throw... Unclip the rope off the side of my bag and in one motion throw it at Donnie while I'm sort of keeping a very close eye on this blood-curdling weirdo. How big around is this thing? Uh, it's about uh, five by five. Not that big. Alright, and I'm going to... Um... Hmm scared should i rp it or do what i think would advance the combat it's a difficult choice i'm gonna cast mirror image so there are now four giant railings occupying this narrow ledge (laughs) and he scoots around this away which means now probably can't see the object of his fear how much movement uh, yeah. is that? So that's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Can I get up the ledge for one more movement? Or does it take me 10? Um, let's see. You're right here. So it's this is 10, 15. No, you're fine. You can get there. <laughs> okay. So I'm on this level. I can't really center myself where I think I need to center myself. But I'm right. like right here. Right, yeah, that's fine, I got you. You're not off, you're on the ledge, right? You're on this yeah, here. same level. Mm-hmm. No problem. Okay, and that's all I got. Grimsby, your turn. <clears throat> oh, and I, I get to roll um, to try to get out of this fear thing. Go ahead. And you fail. Don't got it today, boys. And I'm going to attack this green thing. With Hail of Thorns, because there's nobody there. Whoever the fuck it is. Okay, give me a attack roll. Misses. Inspiration. Go ahead. Oh, shit! <laughs> Hits a lot. <laughs> Sweet. Roll um, your crit table. Yep. And, uh, 20, 15 total. Oh, do I have to do it? Do I do it? Yeah, roll your d20. Yeah. It would be 16 with the Hail of Thorns, I guess. 14. He's got a good deck save still. Um, 14. Appendage Blow. In addition to standard crit damage, your target basically loses something. Um, And since this is piercing, um, it says... In this case, it says Punctured Arm, but in this case, we'll go with one of his, um, his eye stalks. And uh, some effect to fingers or arms related to that type of damage. 50% chance of either off my hand doesn't matter in this case. Mm-hmm. 
yeah this is all about losing or not being able to use like one of your appendages but since um, he does not have anything that is would apply to this you get the last uh, thing which is you gain inspiration isn't he basically you're, you're gonna gain you'll gain inspiration because he doesn't have any appendages that would apply to this it basically it's like you shoot him in a hand and now he has like minuses to attack rolls but he doesn't have any so in that case say, he's floating right yeah did you just like put him on the ground prone or something that's a different thing on a crit table doing oh, that okay. would defeat the purpose of using a crit table um let's see well, i'll take inspiration yeah him not having appendages also and he makes his yeah uh, Could you like he... take his mouth away? <laughs> I'll shut up. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Read the crit table. <laughs> if Hit it doesn't apply, you get inspiration. So can't He's got to have a dick somewhere. <laughs> 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 Who's the expert on that? <laughs> Me. Uh, uh, he's not a monstrosity, like... though. Sorry. Uh, he's he is aberration. What is he? Aberration. That's how they get you with that ranger thing, man. And uh, next is Sarath, and Sarath will scribble around. Can we yell? Can I yell at him with my mind? Who? Sarath. Sure. Use fairy fire. And uh, use fairy fire. Okay. Use fairy fire once a day. Let's see if he can get to him. He can. I meant for the woman, but yeah, he's gonna do whatever he wants to do. Well, he couldn't. You can't see her. He can't see her. Okay. So you'd have to like, I don't know. I don't even know how he would yeah. try to target that. He can't even see on the opposite side of that thing. No, I wasn't specific anyway. It's fine. He would do what he wants to do. And uh, shape like that. And spectator makes deck save, and he makes it. And Loaded next. Tight. Is the spectator's turn, and he is going to turn his attention to the marked one as his large eye kind of rolls over to Grimsby. And he is going to do first, he's going to do confusion ray. What's up? Did he take a hit to the eye stalk or whatever? No, it's a appendage like his hand or his attack attacking hand oh, or something gotcha. like that but since gotcha, it doesn't gotcha, apply gotcha. he got inspiration instead so confusing yeah. race i need a wisdom saving throw can you change the difficulty level huh <laughs> i think you reset the difficulty level from last week i used my new inspiration okay there you go so you make it and um next he will move about right here and then he's gonna do the same thing uh, not the same thing he's gonna use wounding ray on grimsby so a con save and hey. so let me roll damage so you take uh, only five necrotic damage five. Yeah. and uh <clears throat> next she is gonna go let's see hmm. and oh wait it's your turn Okay, I am going to use Symbiotic Entity All right. on my badger, so I'm going to become this fungal badger. Does it like increase its damage output or something? <laughs> yeah, it'll increase it. It'll give me the 1d6 for my melee attacks, plus it gives me 16 temp HP. Okay. 
So I'll just add that in. It's all right. Are and there any? I'll just move. Oh. What's up? I was gonna say, are there any bugs I can step on to get six uh, temporary HP real quick? <laughs> That's amazing. It works that way. <laughs> Fucking dope. And I'm gonna head up to the egg. Wave my little claw, at Donnie. Uh, it's Jim Jim's turn. Johnny nods. Five, ten. Raylan just shouts, kill it! Jim Jam will shoot a crossbow. Crits a lot, don't fail us. And there goes the wow. message. Yep. You blew it. Jerwin, <laughs> your turn. Alright, so you say it's an action to climb up this wall yes. thing? Or you can crawl, crawl through the hole that uh, the badger made. Come oh. on through my holes! Alright. So and that would pop you up to like right here. Okay. And that would be yeah. uh yeah. You still have the left. Okay, so be right I... here cuz you got to climb up the distance of the hole too. Okay. Um did do I see her? Like is it so just like her So she went invisible, so you can use a uh, you can take a perception action. Roll perception, basically, to try to scan the area to try to find traces of her. Well, I have to see invisibility, right? Oh, that's right, my bad. Shit. Yeah, you see her. She's right here. Oh, okay. I want to attack her then. Okay, go for it. All right. Oh, I see you, you crafty little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You think that's cleavage in that picture? I can't tell. Cleavage? It's weird cleavage, I guess. Those are like collarbones. Yeah, yeah. It's like her. Oh, I see. She must have her arms up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. And it hits as you. Her overhead spray hair lights on fire. Um. It's a Pepsi commercial. We see her now. <laughs> and uh, do you have any yeah, Nina? You can. So Raylan, Boyd, and Donnie probably can. Yeah, Donnie can't see it, but Raylan and Boyd, you're able to see this one spot over here, uh, kind of a big puff of fire. Just kind of the firebolt that Sherwood throws just stops on that point and pops up in the air, flares up, and then fizzles out. Old flare up, fizzle out. Mm-hmm. Rump a dump, not gonna do anything. And uh, Donnie, your turn. Uh, uh, so Donnie takes a moment to look at that beautiful egg sitting up there, and then he's gonna go get his spear and chuck it at that green thing. Actually, hold okay. up. Sorry. Um, the spear. Can Donnie, like, tie the rope to it in any way? Uh, you could. That's going to take your action to do that. All right. I'm going to do that. All right. So that'll be Donnie's turn. All right. Raylan, your turn. Uh, Raylan's going to jump up on the platform, grab the egg, get spooked by the um, beholder, and then jump. Well, and then he's going to fire some magic at it at disadvantage. You can't move towards it willingly. But I can't see it until I jump up there. You can. You are like 16 feet tall. You can see clearly over that ledge. But it's 10 feet tall. 
Right. You're 16 feet tall. And that guy's 30 feet down. Ah, good point. I forgot. Yep. That makes sense then. <laughs> the moment that you get okay. to the pinnacle, then you'll be able to see him. And yeah, you can move back after you grab the egg. But I can shoot at him from up there, right? Ah, uh, you could shoot. Yep. Disadvantage. Okay. And it misses. Okay. So I got the egg. I'm jumping down. So what are you, are you having it cost me extra to go up a level? Uh, yeah. It's gonna okay, so that was to, yeah. 10, and then to come back down? No, nothing. Okay, so 10, 15, 20, whoops, fucked up my map, and then another 10. So I'm heading for those stairs, and let me make my, what is it, wisdom save? Yeah, and you make it. Hey. And then you take this down one, nine, this one's gone. Okay. Alright, uh, What's next the other is, thing on me? That's your, uh, the timer on your, was it mirror image? Oh, it has a timer? Yeah, one minute. Oh, cool. Alright. And, uh, Grimsby, your turn. I'm going after this green eyeball bitch. Tail. Damn. And minus five attack. It misses. I believe that's all. <clears throat> Alright. Uh, Sarath will go. I guess he will fire a uh, crossbow bolt. Misses. And he will move. Of course, this ledge. Next is the spectator's turn. <laughs> Alright, so he's going to float up 5, 10, 15, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. 30 yep. To about here. Actually, over here on the edge of this cliff here and he is going to do a paralyzing ray on Donny. so I need a con save for Donny. does Donny have cover from the badger no uh, will a 15 or doer this isn't oh. an attack it's not an attack roll so 15 does do it so you make it the crazy beam hits him you suck and, Here's a little head uh, shake. Well, and then it's gonna do a wounding ray on Boyd. So give me a con save. Now, when I do con save, would it be off my character or would it be off the badger? Off the badger. Okay. So d20 plus two, so 22, nat 20 though. So you take uh, six. Even with a nat 20? Even with a nat 20. It's a crit, it's a Yay. saving throw. Yay. Uh, let's see. Next. His turn's over. <clears throat> she is going to move. Not enough. So, Sherwin, you see her scurry off down the steps in front of Raylan, down that direction. And now she is running out of your sight. Uh, can you see Raylan? Uh, yeah, I see Raylan. Oh, down the steps next to Raylan? Yeah, in front of him. It took off that way. Let's see. Boyd, it is your turn. Time to fuck this eyeball up. <laughs> so I go up to the eyeball. Badger time! And I get to do multi-attacks. One bite and one claw. So let's see. Bite first. Do, do, do. Miss. 11 plus. 11 plus whatever it's going to miss. Yeah. 14. All plus three. Ah, uh, no, that hits. 14 hits? Yep, 14 hits. Okay. So 
So that's 1d6 plus 1. So 3 plus my... You can open up his stat block D6. in the game and roll it from there. You don't have so to like, total roll six it annually. Fine. 6 damage from that. And then Just his... Just he does it. <laughs> I guess. And then the claws attack. We gotta roll for that. That's gonna miss. That misses. Yeah, it's nine. Mm -hmm. So that misses. Okay. Yeah. So he took six damage total. And Ginger is gonna run this way. Five times. Sure one, your turn. All right. So I guess I'm gonna start following towards where she went. <clears throat> yeah, you can see her right here. All right. He winds around to the top of the steps. Like, oh, oh, you're not that slippery. And he pulls it down another two fires. Huzzah! Bam. Yeah. So she spins her head around and she's like, oh, fuck. And yeah. uh, you nail her. Yeah. Right in the back of the head. Discord. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> so you nail her and. Uh, you can see like the fear rush over her eyes, and uh, she's bleeding profusely and uh, is barely able to keep consciousness as she staggers about. Is she still invisible, or can we see her now? Uh, you cannot see her, but actually, I think she needs to make a. Let me check something real quick. Concentration, yes. She needs to make a con save. So let me make. A... Okay, she makes her con save. So she's still invisible. Did but... she make it the first time too? Uh, I forgot to roll it, but let's roll again then. Okay, so she'll fail it. Um, and uh, no, when he was being when he was attacking her, she was still invisible, but you could see like the backsplash from his attack on her. And uh, yeah, so she will come into vision now, as she's unable to maintain her invisibility anymore. And Rumpa Dump and Bobby will do nothing. Donnie's turn. All right, how's this green ball doing? Is it like oozing? It's oozing. It's not so bad though. Alright, Donnie's gonna run up. Um, he's gonna drop the spear and pull out his biting blade and run up to here, I guess. Okay. Alright, misses. Oh. Okay, uh, bonus action Hungry Jaws. Alright. Also awesome. misses, I assume. Yes. Damn. Alright, action surge. I'm gonna do this again. Alright. Will a 14 do it? Uh, it does hit. You need some damage. Oh shit, um, I want to do the menacing attack on that, actually. So, he's going to do a wisdom save, or be... Fuck, I think that's like perfect. Yeah, it's a DC 12, so he's good. Yep, yep. And then he needs to make a con save for the blade. Or does he? Hold on. Oh, against uh, equal size or smaller, yeah, so he does. Uh, con save... And he fails. Fuck. Hey, nice. He took so seven damage him. from the hit. Alright. Oh, that keeps him from running away? Yep. You like, cool. He's like a, stuck on the end of your skier, basically. Like a hot nice. dog. Nice. Perfect. Um, and then I, uh, it's it. I guess I'm going to bonus action second wins, but... Okay. You already did bonus action hungry jaws, right? Yeah, but I used action surge, so I got to take two turns. Oh, cool. Raylan, your turn. How big is this egg? Uh, the egg is... 
four feet tall, three feet in diameter, and 180 pounds. Damn. Whoa, so I can't pass it off to Sherwin. You could try. But I can carry it <laughs> fine, right? Because I'm... Because you're super huge and you got big, crazy large, carrying capacities. Yeah. All right. So, Wait, um, how big did you say it was? Four feet long. Pounds. 180 it's, pounds. It's bigger than it's bigger Sherwin. than me. It could kill Bobby if it fell on her. <laughs> could. Later, it will kill Bobby. So Raylan just sees the woman appear, like stumbling out of invisibility, almost dead, and asks Sherwin, "You got her?" He just kind of looks back at her with a thumbs up. He's, "I got this bitch." Okay, so Raylan's heading back this way then. So. I think with, yes, yeah, so this is 20. Can you see my measurement thing? No. Okay, well, it says this is 25 feet, so with an extra five to get up that level. Okay. To the level everyone's on. And then I want to shoot a scorching ray at this guy. All right. And that misses. And that one hits. Mm. And that one hits. Okay, so Raylan kind of throws a, his palm out and just shoots three quick blasts of fire at this floating eyeball man. And yeah, you're, you machine gun it as it's stuck to the end of uh, Donnie's sword. <laughs> it's tongue That's and eyes just kind of lashing around. And Grimsby, your turn. Okay, I still got Halo Thorns activated, so I'm just going to try and attack again. No minus five. No minus five. Uh, okay, that hits. Okay, so three plus whatever it was above. Uh, six. So nine total. All right. So that's going to kill it. How does it look? So Grimsby is looking. He's, he's at the bottom of this 10, or actually it's probably 20 feet, isn't it? He's looking up 20 feet, and he just, he sees a pair of dangling balls off this thing. And he thinks, huh, I'll bet I could hit that. Pulls his bow back and he takes careful aim. And it goes straight and pierces through both balls at the same time and attacks them right into the thing's stomach. And it explodes. <laughs> and then Grimsby and blows, off, blows off his bow like a gun. And a lot of residual blood. Purple, I guess. This is an aberration. It flies all over Donnie. He's stuck to the end of his sword. He licks some of it. Like licks it off his lip. How does it taste? Uh, as you lick it, um, you notice the uh, obelisk behind you uh, starts to reverberate slightly. And then from one of the broken cracks in the obelisk, you see. Oh boy. A wraith up here. Wait, what's what? going on? What the fuck is this? Does it just taste like normal blood? It tastes like normal blood. <laughs> Sorry, okay. you didn't answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> and uh sorry guys got it this uh this is dark no, I black appreciate it um a moment the spirit of arises it seems to take this the figure of a, a dwarf and uh you can see uh Sharon can see the darrow um when this wraith comes out her eyes kind of light up and she was like she's like holding on to her wounds and she's like oh, I, I fucking knew something was in there and uh, that'll be your turn so you have some movement left I think Grimsby if you still want to move 
Uh, yeah, I do have to move. I'm just gonna move back. All right. That's it. I'm gonna move here. <clears throat> and then it's Sarah's turn, and he's gonna see the wraith and be surprised. And he is going to try to hide so he trades sneak attack. Nice stealth roll. Damn. And uh, let's see, next is the Darrow's turn. And she, uh, in her death throes, is going to hold up one hand with a staticky ball that she's formed at the end of it. And she's going to point it in a slightly upward line that will and find the drawing tool. There it is. Cut through these squares. So she's going to cast a lightning bolt. So I need a deck save from Sherman. Can I hit both of us? Yeah. Draw a straight line. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> the tool for That's a Clearly it gets both of you guys. <laughs> All it has to do is hit the uh, corner of your square so it doesn't have to pass through the center. I don't know. What don't you know? Okay. There you go. Thanks for drawing for big. me. Not trying to cheat, I just want to see it. <laughs> so, Dick, say please. 16. This is what I got. Alright. Shit, a brick. Okay, so, sure one makes it, and Raylan does not. Roll 8d6. So, sure one takes 11, and Raylan's gonna take the full 22. Raylan's gonna block a bunch of it, hopefully. Cool. So I take 12. And uh, she is going to then use her movement to just kind of stumble and roll. Nah, she's not gonna do that. <laughs> That's 10 feet. It's damage that'll kill her. She's just gonna try to hobble away then. <laughs> I can't touch my piece anymore, my token. I uh, just don't the measurement tool. Yeah. Durr. Boyd, it's your turn. So you can't cast an animal form, right? Because you can't speak and you can't move your hands and shit, right? Uh, no, you cannot. Okay. So I'm just gonna run up and attack this god, this this undead. Thirty feet over. Okay. Let's do it. Let me pull up his sheet like you said. Let's try that this time. And uh, where did you put it, Yuza? Uh, it should be like in your journal. It should have like just popped up over there. Ah, uh, okay, it's at the top. I got it. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so we'll do bite. That misses. And then the claws. And that hits. And just click the word claws. There you go. Six. Six, and then plus my other additional d6 nice so 12 so as your little slashing uh badger claws 12 of that is six of that's poison pass through the wraith uh you notice that uh for the most part your your paws feel like no resistance and you pass right through it it only seems to only slightly harm him and and i hit Jim. donnie in the mind and tell him there's a fearful creature over here, man. Fearsome. 
Jim Jam will step over here and try to shoot a crossbow bolt at it. And hit. Or a little bit more. And sure one's turn. Great. So, bonus action. Everyone's going to take the potion that Donnie take before. And potion of boldness. And a drinker can roll a four. And add the number rolled to every attack roll and saving throw they make for the next minute. Okay. So, that be a four. Yeah! So, maybe a plus four. Um, and I'm going to shoot at shoot at uh, oh, that fucking hurt you fucking cunt it's just getting real I'm gonna uh, say you're, you're gonna need God damn. you're gonna oh, need to move a little bit to get in line of uh, line of sight on her oh. probably like right here okay. alright so and yeah that whizzes and hits her right in the back of her uh, her wig and uh, it Ooh. flares up causing her to go bald she hits the ground, dead. Yeah. No, no music. All right. Oh I wait. Like at oh. least, at least play her out. <laughs> <laughs> Give me time after time. Some uh, African gentleman with a casket roll up. <laughs> is that meme still cool? Uh, that meme is so cool. I can see those dudes jam into this beat as they're carrying the coffin. <laughs> uh, Donnie, it's your turn. Alright, uh, so that thing's dead. Donnie is going to go attack. So having gotten Boyd's fearsome call, he's going to go back him up and start swinging. Alright. That does hit. I want to do a um, menacing attack as okay. well. So, it's eight. so, 10 total, and he's got to make uh, wisdom 12. Alright. Um, menacing attack, what uh, condition does that give him? Frightened? Yeah. Okay. He makes it. And con save. He fails. Which. Ghost I don't know. Stick. It's. Yeah, it kind of seems weird, but maybe the magical quantities of the uh, magical qualities of the sword are able to keep them in place rather than physically being stuck to the sword. And uh, how much is that total? Ten total. All right. It's a magic thing. Yep. It's the well, sword is magic. magical. I don't see like why the sword would physically be able to peg him down. So I'm just trying to think of another reason. Um, let's see. And uh, yeah, similarly to uh, to the badger. Um, your sword, you know, you pass through it, uh, but uh, again, you don't seem to really catch all of its being. You only do only, uh, a little bit less than you normally would for damage, and it's Raylan's turn. Does it react to the the blade passing? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're you're damaging it, um, but it's just it felt you felt a little resistance um, when you're attacking it when it passed through. However, right. uh, maybe it's something about your bestial form. Being a lizard man, something about his past that you remind him of something, and he kind of, his face kind of wails up, and his jaw grows long, and his eyes bulge, and he screams in fear. And it's a nice combination, though, because now he wants to run away from you, but he can't because he's on your sword. So, right. <laughs> uh, Raylan, your turn. Um, 
let's see. Braylon's gonna shout out. Uh, hmm. I'm hit pretty bad. And he's gonna grit his teeth and shoot a um, scorching blast at the ghost man. Alright. Not a scorching blast. I combined, I conflated two spells. Eldritch Blast. That hits. And, uh, yeah, this attack seems to damage him fully as you, his ethereal building kind of reverberates to the air. And do 11 fuck. Alright. Alright. That did 11 fucks of damage. Yeah. Ghosts don't like force damage, it looks like. Fuck damage. Hey, Grimsby, your turn. Okay. Uh, all business. Just gonna attack. <coughs> Never mind. And look, that's all I can do. All right. Yeah. This is. Uh, next it is Sarah. Oh shit! Hey, Jeremy, what gave me damage? Uh, lightning bolt. So that's a deck save roll. Yeah. So how does that work with my? Uh, sorry guys to derail this, but how does that work with mirror image? Uh, let's read mirror image. Each time a creature attacks you with an attack during a spell's duration. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's based not on a way it's written, spell attack, right? No, so it doesn't look like it. I mean, it looks like this is for targeted attacks. Okay. Just reading like this the spell block. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, sorry, Sarah, sorry, sorry. Sarah will shoot a crossbow bolt up in the air. Oh, and the fuck? Here we go. Let's roll back down. Misses. And uh, next is the spectator's turn. Not spectator ship. The race turn. And let's see. He needs to run away, but he can't. So he won't. So he will attack instead at disadvantage. So and I'll use my reaction. Attack. Okay, good. On save, right? Yeah. Okay, he fails. How much damage is it? A lot. I don't know how much hit points you got. Double, so four necrotic. Okay, and he and so when your spores flow into him, they do zero damage. He seems to be unaffected by your necrotic spores. Right. And he will attack Donnie at disadvantage, eighteen, which hits, I think. Still seventeen. Yeah, it hits. All right. Yep. I actually think Donnie's a fifteen at the moment with his shield on his back. Jesus. Jesus. So you right succeed. Con save. You do not. And yeah. You don't so got any more of that inspiration, do ya? So your maximum is reduced by the amount taken, which is 26. Alright. Uh, <laughs> hey, the. Uh, so. Normally, when something takes, like, almost all of its health in one hit like there's other things that happen is that uh, we're not using the system shock rules there's like a variant thing so okay yeah like you take 80 percent of your health and something happens yeah i know that but that sounds we cool didn't, we didn't say we were doing that so i'm not going to like throw it in mid-combat uh let's see she's dead and boy your turn okay i'm gonna bonus action turn back into my halfling self do 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 goodbye badger 
So I can turn that off for a bonus action. What was my... Oh, you got rid of him. What did you need? What was the temp, the temp hit points? Was it 10, I think? I think it was 10. Uh, I do not know, so... I would yeah, just say it's 10. You said 16, didn't you? Or 14? Yeah, but I, I got hurt. Oh. I took six off, so I think I'm at 10. So that was my bonus action. Turn back into Boyd. And now I am going to use... Uh, let's see... Is he he's still at disadvantage as long as he's held, right? No, he's at disadvantage as long as he has a has a frightened condition, oh, which is oh, oh. only lasts until um, uh, Donnie's next turn. So I'm gonna cast Chill Touch. Okay. On it. It hits. Okay, one D eight necrotic damage, and it cannot regain hit points until the start of it, my next turn, um, because it is undead. Is it undead? It is undead. It also has disadvantage on attack rolls against me. Okay. Until the end of my next turn. You'll notice that the damage, uh, that your spell's actual damage had zero effect on it. I just wanted the disadvantage. Yeah. You get that though. All right. And uh, next is. And I want to wait. I'm, I'm right. already did bonus action. Sorry. Never mind. Yeah. I already did yeah. my bonus. Yep yep. Jim Jar. Crossbow bolt. Misses. Sure. When your turn. Alright, uh, uh, can Sherwin see him from where he's at now? Uh, yeah, you can see him from that angle. You can see stuff right. going on. Uh, you probably want to get, if you're going to use a ranged uh, attack, you want to get probably a better angle though. You got uh, Donnie in the way and the obelisk in the way. Can I move around him to not, without opportunity yeah. attack? Or no? Yeah, you, okay. you can get there, it's fine. So I got shot. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sherwin's going to run up here. And two arrows, firebolt. It's actually higher than plus four, so that's like super crit, like thirty on the firebolt. <laughs> it just adds a, a four to it, right? So it'd be a nine, and then a five, so fourteen total. Um, well, the four only adds to the attack, and then saving throw it doesn't add. to so. Oh, it doesn't add the damage? Oh, okay. All right, then. You rolled then... a 6 out of 20. That's a bummer. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. 6 total. So, yeah, you've noticed, like, all of you are now seeing a lot of your attacks. They're just not super effective against it. Do I and... roll a crit right now? Hmm? The crit damage is already in there. I mean, crit but there's, table. like, a... Oh, yeah, the crit table. Yeah, go for it. Okay, will I roll a 20? Yeah, d20. Lucky 7. seven. Seven is is not gonna apply, but so you'll just get um, inspiration. But it says in addition to standard critical target, you gain. Oh, never mind. No, you get this. It's fine. You don't get. Um, this is what you get. You gain plus two to all your defenses against attacks from the target until the next turn. So if it tries to attack you, basically you have higher EC. Couldn't I just pair. cut off? The <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, room for the. Okay, Donnie, your turn. Uh, so Donnie is feeling real drained, guys. But he's going to do what he knows what. And uh, try to slash shit this thing before he... And that misses. And that is his turn. Regal on your turn. Blast. Alright. That hits. The force damage. He takes all of it, though. And he gets rocked. Anything else? 
Um, I guess I'll move. Alright. So, like, here, this ledge. Right. Did it look like when he got hit with fire, did it seem to do it be as effective as force damage, or is it like... The force damage seemed to be completely effective. It's super effective. Right. I mean, but is the fireball effective, or is it... Not so effective. Ah, bitch. Grimsby, it's your turn. Uh, minus five, normal attack. Okay. Huh? There it is. So this is minus it five, is. you said? Yeah. This hits. Sweet. So 17. 17 damage, that is. Okay. Ah, oh, fuck. Damn it. I typed in the wrong button. There we go. Okay. All right. Yeah, same thing. Your arrow seems to be not as effective as normal. And Sarah, well, crossbow boy, I guess. Misses. And next, it's the it's the race turn. So it is going to hover. Let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty, forty. It's gonna fly forty feet over this way. So um, you guys will get opportunity attacks, Boyd and uh, Donnie. I'm not even going to make a con save, boy, because he's immune to necrotic. Um, Is okay, he immune so to crits? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your uh, d22. Wait, no, no. Another fucking one. What is this shit? Okay, and he needs to make that con save, too. That's a trip, right? Uh, it's knocking him prone, but he is immune to being prone. Do I get inspiration? Uh, that's what I'm going to pull up, I think so. Um, in addition to this crit, it doesn't say so, but I'm just going to give it to you anyways, because it doesn't make sense for you not to get anything from it. If it's not applicable, then just you get inspiration is the way the table's supposed to work. Um, oh, nice. so he will keep moving, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. He gets all the way down here. He flies, he floats over. And he floats towards the corpse of the Darrow. And he's going to use his action to uh, create a specter. And you can he see can a travel ghost that far and do an action? Yes. He has a 60 feet flying movement. Oh, this motherfucker. So you see a ghostly form of this uh, Cindy Lopper rise from the ground. And uh, he is going to puppeteer her around the, the battlefield. <laughs> and let's see no longer than one minute so I need to put a timer on there no it's it's just that the dead person has been dead for oh, no longer no, than no, one, one minute. minute oops yeah so it's, it's permanent alright and well, next it is Cindy no, nobody turn. said that no nope. <laughs> um, so she is going to move five she died peacefully. She didn't die violently. <laughs> <laughs> she died doing what she loved, being on fire. And singing. It's hot fire, that song. And uh, she's going to... Lightning Bolt. Uh-oh. Crossed here. So this is going to catch Grimsby and Jim Jam. So deck save. Nice knowing you, Jim Jam. 
So, let's see. Grimsby, you make it. Jim Jam does not. Or no, Jim Jam just does. So everyone makes takes half. Half of? Half of hell yeah. This. Jeez. 12. There we go. And next is Void. Okie dokie. I am going to... Yeah, I should I should use gentle repose on her body before. <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to bring her bass back. Uh, fuck. I guess flame blade. That's a magical blade, right? So that might hurt him more. And then I gotta <laughs> get over to him somehow. Uh, my hole is right here, isn't it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to slide down my hole. And what's that? Ten. Uh, no. To go down the hole, I won't. I'll just. You can use five feet to get down all the way through the hole. Eight, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty, and let's see. Thirty. I'll throw a chill touch at her. All right. So oh, it hits. Um, but again, in her spectral form, it seems that the necrotic damage is ineffective. It's all about the disadvantage, baby. And let's see, Jim Jam's turn. Jim Jam will try to shake off the fucking lightning bolt. And he'll shoot crossbow bolt at her and hit for that much. Sherwin, your turn. So Sherwin, uh, can you see the uh, the wraith? Uh, yeah, you can see him. He's flying okay. in the air. Right, take aim at him. Uh, aim is pipe and strike it. Jesus. <laughs> That's another right. uh, 30, really. That's two crits in a row. Which means I should just get like quadruple. Crit, crits key. Roll me a d20. 14. Uh, this is appendage blow again. That dick. Take the dick off. So I'm gonna say uh, this will. You can see like his arms, one of his arms, um, like starts to fade, and um, seems even more transparent than the rest of his body. And he'll have uh, suffer a penalty on his attack rolls when he tries to do that thing he did to Donnie again. Um, what did he do to Donnie? Stole his life force. Ooh. Donnie's turn. Once they steal it, he drained his life force. But it's an attack oh, roll, right. so. This thing is clearly more force fearsome than Donnie is, so he's gonna go grab his spear. I think it was like Kirish. Mm -hmm. And then then head back over that way. Alright, where are you moving? There you go. Alright. 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 So can I throw it still? Um like I say if you moved it up over, count as an act. Over here, you can throw it. If you're like going right, to the yeah, ledge. I'll throw it. Damn it. Nah, it's more than 20 feet, it's a disadvantage, so 9. Oh, it is over 20 feet, yep, okay, so it misses. It says right there Fucking the range narc. is 60. What? Yeah, but it's this, it, It's like the the past range, right? It says 6120. Oh, really? Yeah, right right there where you rolled it. Well, damn, that's true. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's, right? I put that shit in, though. That's probably wrong. No, I mean, 60 sounds right, though. I don't think 20 feet is the... 
seems a bit short. Spear, no, right? The throw range is 20 feet on a spear. Really? 60 feet. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. But, but, it's a hooked one. It's more arrow than so a hooked spear. It's even worse. <laughs> um, so, it's yeah, it's yellow. disadvantage. It's 26 It clearly it's says it's three pounds, guys. It has flames and wings painted on it. Just imagine if you had that uh, magical boomerang. Yeah, if I had a magical boomerang, that would be flipping amazing. <laughs> it's Raylan's turn. <laughs> okay. Can I hit uh, the Spectre female Darrow from where I'm standing? Uh, yes. So you can. Okay. Get I'm going to blast at her then. I'm out of other tricks right now. Uh, so that hits. 12 force damage. Oh, For shit. maximum damage. Yeah. Uh, so you blast her ghostly being into little pieces. And they just flutter through the air. She dissipates. Sweet, She's I can gone. use the temp HPs. So her life force energy fades and also gets sucked along the beam back towards Raylan. And he feels a little better. And then he charges down this way. Alright, next it is Grimsby's turn. Is the Wraith in full cover at the moment, would you say? Yeah, let's see. Uh, no. Looks like you can get him from there. I can get him from here? Alright. He's so like floating like 60-some feet off the ground. Alright. Okay, I'm gonna use my final Hail of Thorns then, and then attack. Alright. Oh, I already used... Shit, I don't have any Hail of Thorns left. Okay, so I'm just All gonna right. attack. That misses. Okay. And I will just move a little bit and finish. Seraph is gonna kinda run. And uh, next it is the Wraith. And he will fly. Let's see. So he's gonna float over the mountain, over the cliff there. And he is going to attack Boyd. It'll be at minus two. Does a 13 hit? Don't think no, so. it does not. Alrighty. And uh, that's his turn. Boyd, your turn. You said he doesn't take necrotic, right? So there's no point in doing the Halo spores on him. All right. Um, do, 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 do. Tough choice. Fuck it. Flame Blade. Nat 20, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, how much total is that? Uh, 16 total. It's fire. 16. Okay. So. Magic and fire. Alright. So you can see his being become even more transparent and weak as he barely is able to maintain his floating position, but he is still in front of you. Um, 17. What's 17? I feel like we keep hitting the same numbers. Head, oh, this is head blow. In addition to a critical hit, the target loses an ear, which does not apply, blah, 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 blah. Um, permanently reduces intelligence by four, knocks him unconscious. Let's see, if he is immune to unconscious, then um, I'll just give you uh, inspiration. Do we always crit this much? I don't think so. Feels, feels good. I had a double crit to open the last game, I thought, I think, which was pretty fucking great. So he's going to be unconscious. <laughs> As he seems to fall oh, into a slumber. And he just kind of floats right, in the air. That's right, My yeah. girlfriend's a ghost. You ain't got shit on her. Next is uh, Sherwin's turn. 
Alright, so Kevin's gonna make his way around so he can get a good view. And uh, he's gonna rip one out. Alright, and you actually have advantage on his attack because he's unconscious, so you can roll again. You might crit. Alright. You do not. And, uh, yeah, alright, yeah, so he takes uh, the four fire damage. What does he look like when he's unconscious? I'm just curious. I just imagine like his eyes are closed and he's just floating. It's kind of like, okay. you know, like he doesn't up tumble the down the hill. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, next is uh, Donnie's turn. Uh, Alright, so you said he came out of a crack in this pillar? Yeah. Is it like still there? Oh yeah, uh, that, I kind of described it when you guys first walked in, but there are some noticeable um, imperfections and cracks uh, all throughout the obelisk. Is it like big enough for Donnie to fit in? Uh, no, it's probably about the width of your hand. The largest Okay, crack. then I will ignore that and stab me some ghosts. Um, yeah, so that hits and any attack that is within five feet... Any attack that's within five feet is also a critical hit. So give me a crit dice as well. Yeah. And Fuck. damage, right? And uh, yeah, that's enough. You will put the wraith to rest. <laughs> oh, this is 17 again. For the yeah. crit. But it, so he's, he's dead. dead anyway. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Double dead. Oh. Maybe it follows him into the afterlife. What happens when he dies? This is like chip fall or something nothing material falls he just kind of disappears he like fades into the ground you hear like an exhale <sighs> he disappears all right i think i i need to rest guys i was <laughs> i don't feel right and i gonna go over and start butchering the um the all right yeah give me a survival roll what's everybody else doing Raylan's gonna sweep the perimeter at a jogging pace to make sure everything's on up and up. Alright, uh, so you are able to retrieve all four ice stalks. Nice. Is there anything that seems like it might have magic thought stuff that I could, I don't know, eat or like, you know, somehow get? If could you, you ask, could you like ask your question and as if you're not Donnie? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Magic the answer is no, stuff. so this is going to be tough. <laughs> is there anything in here that is magical? Oh, okay. Like, uh, what's the center of its magic ability or something like that? Um, spell Does it have sack. a magic order? Yeah, spell sack or a magic organ or something. Give me an arcana roll, maybe, to see if you would have an inkling of where that would be. Donnie um, is in tune. Probably the brain or the eye, the center eye. All right, I'm gonna take them both. All right. Hey, is the physical body of the Darrow where the token is? Uh, actually, it would be over here where it originally died. Okay. Can I search that? Sure. So she, you search through her belongings. She has a little sack, and in there you see a single gold coin, a stick of charcoal, and a battered notebook. That seems to be made of a uh, fungus of some kind. A single gold coin, battered mm -hmm. notebook, and something else. And a, yeah, a stick of charcoal. Okay. 
And looking at the notebook, the uh, notes appear to be in Dwarvish. Alright, so he'll pocket that stuff and keep running around that outside of this place to check it out. Do I need to roll? Should I roll perception or something or investigation? Uh, yeah, roll perception if you want to try to look for anything. Uh, so, yeah, walking around the chamber. Um, nothing else of note. Um, you can get a better look at the obelisk uh, during this time. And, um, yeah, it seems to be made from the smooth black metal, the same uh, metal that you found in uh, Droki's bag that he was trying to deliver. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, about 15 feet per side on space, 50 feet tall, and there's cracks and chips all through it. Uh, if you make an arcana check, um, you could probably get some more information about the obelisk. Okay. Flip it, Raylan, flip it! Can somebody assist me checking this post out? Yeah, I'm here. What do you think? Ah, there's your roll. Uh, yeah, so you can feel like the obelisk is like leaking this quasi-magical energy. And uh, you can also get the in inclination that uh, feeding magical energy into the obelisk might activate something. This is the one somebody saw in their vision. So, so is it apparent how energy feeds into the system? No, it is not. Even if I investigate? Um, yeah, go ahead. You can try to give me another roll. Okay. Just that, just that obelisk that's making coins. Or delivering them from somewhere else. That's right, yeah. It just, it just pulls stuff from other places. I think maybe if I... If I fired at it, something might happen, but I don't want to have another wraith come out at us. Yeah, if sure when you think like through some sort of magical means, the this obelisk is tied through, tied to different locations in the area. You can feel um, like you can trace the magical lines as they kind of shoot out in different directions from out from underneath the obelisk. Um, it's they feel like a pathway of some kind. If you were to pump it with any kind of magical energy could trigger the pathways. Sherwin decides to uh, cast Firebolt on it. <laughs> Alright. Gonna piss off the dragon. It's not holding up the ceiling, right? It's not holding up the ceiling. <laughs> As okay. the surface drops in. Uh... <laughs> of course. <laughs> and almost the maximum oh, damage roll. Fucking hat trick. Where was that at? Um... So yeah, you sh these magical f flames kind of start to emanate from the inside of the uh, obelisk like a like a furnace, and it reverberates. And you can see like different locations on the mesa start to glow with the same color of uh, Sherwin's magic. And you hear like a rushing sound in your ears, and you all disappear. And then moments later, you find yourselves in a cave. Uh, you don't seem to be where you were. You don't see the fairs res. Uh, and you don't feel the claustrophobia of the other tunnels. Um, you're in a large open cavern, and you can see in the distance to, to the west um, the fiery glows of Gracklestug. Probably about to the west, so we're in the east. Yeah, about maybe 600 feet or so to the west. You can see Gracklestug from our new location. You mean? Yep. Hey. Uh... So I rolled a nat one to butcher um, Cindy Lopper before all this shit happened. I just wondered what that meant. 
all you get uh, is hair. In the process of butchering, uh, since you were like kind of just really destroying the meat with your terrible, terrible roll, uh, you got teleported away, so you didn't get anything off of her. And I was wanting to study the ghost before, we, while I, while they were doing that stuff up there with the obelisk. Study the ghost. The ghost is gone. He just disappeared. He's, yeah, he's gone. Nothing left behind. No residue. Nothing. Nothing. No Ghostbusters. No ectoplasm. No ectoplasm. No funny smell. (sighs) What would your parents say about this? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? You guys role playing? I told I told Jamie once, like, for one summer, my parents like went like ghost hunting or something, and I guess he. You didn't tell me they did. Who's? Oh, they did. I remember you mentioned it at Chuku. Yeah. Because I thought it was ridiculous, but that's something that happened once. Hilarious. <laughs> you remember when we saw that ghost? <laughs> that shit was creepy. The one from the beach that was on the end of his... That was actually my yeah, wedding mate. We they, like, wrote... We were, like, at the beach playing or something, and, like, somebody wrote, like, don't swim in the sand, but there was, like, fucking nobody there. It was, like, really... Uh, uh... was called? Well-written. It was just creepy, right? I thought the story was some kid drowned and then Jeremy's. That's a different story. The end of his bed. Was that a grudge? No, that was the same thing. You told your parents about it and then they looked up the shit and was like some kid drowned, like real close by. I like like the same time. This is why I need OGJ because he remembers all my my life better than I do. (laughs) Awesome. Fully, it worked for my life too. (laughs) Is that the ghost we just beat? That was it. Fuck yeah, that little kid, man. The little Japanese boy. It wasn't a dwarf at all. <laughs> Same difference. Okay, yeah, so, so Raylan's gonna double check he still has the egg. You do. All of your belongings seem to be with you. He's gonna immediately turn his bedroll into a egg envelope and get his rope back from Donnie and make a little egg backpack. Uh, <clears throat> Donnie will willingly give you the rope back, but he's eyeing the egg quite... Um, quite a lot it's got a little bit of a twinkle yeah the egg is uh cool to the touch um anyone um who's interested in it could make an arcana roll to get any more information about it i'm interested in it yeah me too so mm-hmm. yeah you would know that um red being a red dragon to get this egg to hatch would require a lot of heat um and uh you could if you wanted to you could probably hatch it yourself if you could find a good heat source. Uh, otherwise, as long as Guy. it's cool, it'll stay dormant. Question. I think we should eat it. <laughs> Giant uh, fucking do I know anything about how dragons develop in terms of like... You know that um, it, at least uh, for the hatchlings, um, it's going to work the same way that it does for a lot of animals where as soon as it's born, it's going to attach itself to the first thing it sees. To be mm-hmm. its parental figure. Mm-hmm. Quite a dilemma. Do we have oh. any idea what it, it might looks be delicious? Like? We have do an we option have of having to. Right. With... No, you're you're fine. Do we have any idea what it might do with multiple parental figures at the same time? <laughs> yeah, you're not sure. Uh, you've never five guys and a baby. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to make this egg? Five kid? guys and a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think's in it? I think, uh, I think it's a dragon egg. Donnie's god. There's a god in there? And Donnie, like, eyes it a little bit more interested. 
So if we hatch this, we can have Godkin. Is it more powerful than your Godkin, Big Ears? Or not Big Ears? Tall, skinny? My bad. I mean, you saw its its parent, the dragon, right? What do you think? Oh, yep. Hmm. Do we have any idea how long it would take? Hard to say. Um, it's more, you think with your arcana rolls, though, it's more about uh, the amount of heat you can apply. Do we know about how much? It would take a lot. No, I don't think any of you have ever hatched a dragon before. Like a um, fucking forge that's running the city type of heat, probably? Yeah, that would probably be just perfect. All right, boys, it sounds like we got our next adventure. Hey, um, I should probably tell you guys the... Um, that ledge where there were all of those voices and you could like ask a question it the voices told me that the uh the big dragon was going to get super powerful real soon like more powerful than he has before so much so that he could like wipe out the whole town if he wanted to right uh, i think the pretty luck for them let's get our dragon <laughs> <laughs> all right does he say that for real <laughs> no i really want him to though Oh wait, no, yeah, he's that's in character. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> he's all like the like into <laughs> Sherman can still tell jokes. Well, it's just, right, you know. well, he, he likes the the authority he has, being like a, I guess so. Yeah, uh, he needs the little guy to step on. <laughs> yeah, he needs the little guys to step on. I guess. <laughs> awesome. And Raylan just says, "I." Well, I don't know if I trust the... What is it? The Dragon Guards? What's that faction called? Uh, Keepers of the Flame. The Keepers of the Flame. The Flaming Keepers. I'm inclined to trust them more than a dragon. They're at least providing order in the city. But there's no city with no dragon. We're the ones providing the order. We're the law. Right, and there's this dragon, and he holds... He kind of... Turn slightly to show the dragon backpack. That's their whole idea. Replace the one that maybe might be about to go out of control with this one. It makes sense to me. And he kind of just shrugs. Right. But, you know, we want to keep this dragon, right? This makes us very powerful. <sighs> Tough. Yeah, I don't know. And, uh, well, we could either leave the big dragon and then he kills everyone, or... And we're responsible, maybe, for the destruction of another city in the Underdark. Eh, I don't know. Then again, yeah. without us, maybe they don't get this egg back. I think maybe we should we become should more fearsome. Maybe if we just don't reappear, they'll think that we were killed in the search. <sighs> and Raylan just kind of winces, because uh, he's beat up, and he's like, maybe we ought to get back to a place where we can safely rest, figure out where we're at. Well, I guess we're to the east of the city. Are there walls or anything? Uh, yeah, you can see in the distance a large gate. Would we be a able to get in gate. and out, or are we going to have to sneak? It looks like there's two guards posted there. Why don't we ask the giants? <sighs> I think that's a great idea. We need to go see them on the other side of town anyway, but we're a lot closer to our to our safe house than we are to the giants right now and i don't know about you but i'm pretty beat up let's keep could the use egg a rest yeah let's keep the egg hidden and go get a long rest 
And Raylan kind of huddles or looks from one to the next at the magic users. Wow, that's an old term. And uh, kind of just leans in and says, anybody have anything that can help us keep this hidden? Donnie holds up his meat bag. <laughs> it's larger than your meat bag. Sure, when you've it's got real a bag, stretchy. You've got an earth, an unearthly plane of holding bag or whatever. But yeah, the opening is not that big, though. It's like two feet by two feet. Oh. Don't. What about illusion? Well, as you said, I'm very spent. I have nothing left. Uh, illusion? Mm, don't think I have anything that I can uh, do. Do we got, do we got any uh, spell scrolls for making something invisible? Raylan, do you remember back when we were in jail together and we had to <laughs> dance to hide the weapons? I think we should do our dance to hide the egg. This might be a little more difficult. <laughs> At the very least, yes. As it is uh, the Caragorm's uh, Cavern is on the complete opposite side of the city. Yeah, we, like, we're trying to get the gold bronze layer, though, right? The gold bronze layer is the uh, is the inn. If you want to go there, yeah. Could we try to like dress it up like kin? Paint a smiley face on it. <laughs> the egg folk. We'll figure something out. We need to get to safety first. Actually, I'm going to display the bag of holding. I can't really tell if this would be big enough to hold hold this egg or not. But it's it has like a hard edge, right? Well, like I mean, yeah, it's a box, but that's just what I made. It's technically, it could be a bag, but uh, it doesn't really, it says two uh, feet yeah. diameter at the mouth. Looks yeah. like it's not wide yeah. enough to fit it in. Uh, it's not? No, the egg is oh, four feet long, like three four feet, feet in diameter. Around. Yeah, okay. four oh, feet long, three feet in Make the egg eat the mushrooms to make it smaller. Yeah. Hold up, guys. It's like when you have to take a door off the hinge to get your couch through. No, yep. they got this. If um, we just make somebody super big, and then they can just like conceal the egg like in their clothes or something. Oh, I mean, yeah. What if Raylan shrinks down? No, the other way. The other way. Well, Raylan already has it, and he's big. So if he goes to normal size, since he's carrying it like a pack, does it shrink with him? That could work. Uh, if you shrink, all of your belongings also shrink with you. Mm. So you would estimate that if you were to take this small mushroom and shrink down, the egg would also shrink down with you, as long as it's in your position. But how do we get it out the bag when that wears off inside the bag? Because we've established that time doesn't stop in there. So I don't think it's a good idea. I think we just have to hide it the old-fashioned way, guys. No, if you just make it... If you, like, make the egg small and then give it to somebody else, they can, like, conceal it somewhere. Like, not in the bag or whatever. <laughs> right? And like, in the pocket or whatever. I, meat bag. Give, I'll throw it in my meat bag. Nobody's gonna look if, in there. If I give it away, then... If I give it away, then it will not be small anymore. Are you sure that's how that works? Hmm. Well, uh, Raylan's going to eat the mushroom to go to normal size. All right. Normal so, Raylan size. And so now the egg is what, half size? Mm, the egg was regular size when he picked it up. So it's it just stays normal size. But oh, it, so it, it didn't shrink the Raylan shrink. So it was regular size when Raylan was already big and he picked it up. Um, right. So it didn't, they didn't increase in size. 
so it doesn't scale with me. Okay, so if I picked up a giant's 20-foot-long sword, in other words, and shrank with it, that thing wouldn't shrink. I would just drop it, because it's fucking huge. Uh, mm, no. It says it shrinks. Your weapons shrink one size. So, yeah, I'm, I guess what you're doing would work. Um, I guess it shrinks down. So it's smaller now. It's half the size. So All it's right. only like a foot and a half diameter. So you eat another my... mushroom. I'm going to oh, just okay. bury it in my normal pack then. So it's fine. Wait a minute. According to the, what it says about the bag, is that the bag has an interior space considerably larger than its outside dimensions. The only problem yeah. is getting it in. Yeah, so getting it in and eating it out. Erwin has the just takes the mushroom to get bigger, which for sure when that would just be the same size as, I guess, just normal people. Then his bag <laughs> twice, <laughs> and then we can put the egg in the bag. And even after the mushroom wears off, then it'll still stay in the bag because it's still bigger inside the bag. Than sure. It would be a good uh, hiding place. So as long as you can then, maintain your size uh, while you're traveling, yeah, you can you can do what well, you're saying. Well, I mean, you don't know. Then you can change all again. It'll still be fine because there's a lot of space inside the bag. Yeah, yeah, we'll just have to go in, eat another mushroom to make it small to get it out. Exactly. And this has been our TED Talk. Well, no. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. It's all about relative size, right? So if you, if you grow big, thing. if you grow big, the bag is big enough to put the egg in at the size the egg is right now. Yes. However, we've established that changes based on the mushrooms are not permanent. So then the egg would be too big to get out of the bag, mm -hmm. even with the bag twice as big. Only if we're only if it's within an or after an hour. We have an hour yeah, to some, do that. Somebody would have to go into the bag, hold the egg, eat another mushroom, and then take it out. <laughs> after an hour. I don't if like this just, plan. No, just whenever we wanted to get the egg out. It could just stay in there. And when we wanted it out, somebody goes in, mushroom, egg yeah, out. I think it's fine. Let's just, it's a manageable size right now. Let's just, let's think it through. Donnie looks to big ears. <laughs> All right. So it'll probably take you an hour to get to the end from your current location. Okay. Do you have What's any problems with the car? Or shit. we have the, uh, the badges. You do have the badges? Yeah. So that we can enter the city probably easier? Uh, so yeah, you approach the gate, and uh, two stone guards are guarding it, as always. And uh, you approach, and uh, they, without even really um, like looking at you, as they just hear you approach, the guy is like just while looking at his hands, um, idly, just yells out, What's your business? And Raylan just says, uh, Keepers of the Flame returning from the field. Yeah, Sherman steps up. It's like, you're talking to captains here. What is this? Okay, captain. Um, Keeper of the flame. And he, like, turns to his buddy. He's like, uh, did you guys come out this way? We don't have What's uh, any... What's to you where we came You're gonna let us in, friend. We need medical attention. Healing. Alright, somebody give me a persuasion roll. I'm gonna do intimidation roll. Yeah, that's cool, too. I wanna help. Um, I'm also right. going to do intimidation roll. All right. Let me know how you're helping. Um, so 
if he's like, I'm going to be looking. I'm going to use inspiration <laughs> to reroll that. Okay. All right. Um, you can do that shit? That's cool. Um, so I'm just going to be standing next to him and like flaring out my like neck flaps. All right. And, uh, and uh, Raylan's going to point, point his thumb at uh, Donnie and say, he's with us too. Uh, so he will kind of like be surprised that you guys are getting all worked up and he'll be like, all right, all right, sorry, Jesus. Uh, you know, Captain Airday has got us uh, a little more strict with the in ins and outs of the city like re recently. So, you know, I have to ask, all right, or I'm going to get in trouble. Open the doors, let them in. They got the badges. They're part and, of the uh, shots. And goes to shake that guy's hand as they go through. Uh, and he doesn't guy. shake your hand. So he leaves him hanging. He does. Okay, then he's just going to go for the maybe it's patronizing, maybe not pat on the back of the shoulder and say, I get it, soldier, <laughs> as he walked by. He gives you a scowl and doesn't say anything. Okay, uh -huh. good. Donnie's going to mimic all of Is he a dwarf? those actions. He's a dwarf, yeah. Jurgor. Okay, so that's super patronizing then. <laughs> just from the circumstance. What do you deserve? So you pass the gate, and uh, Sherwin, uh, you're at the tail end of your uh, sea invisibility scroll. It's about to fade, um, but as this interaction with the two guards are going on, this is the first time you're able to really notice the ins insane amount of invisible guards that are walking around. Um, to every one oh. visible guard, there's about four invisible ones that are constantly patrolling. Dwarf? Well, I guess I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah they, look they, like, they look like stone guard. They didn't do anything when we were, you know, roughhousing that dude in the alley. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, we know what's on, uh, what they care about, I guess. Mm. So, uh, Sherwin kind of like just kind of whispers to the others, like, you know, oh, there's so many fucking guards here. And then he explains that if the invisible is telling them, showing him that. There are invisible guards everywhere. And Raylan's like every corner? Or what are we talking about? Two for every man you see. <sighs> Not a word. Let's go rest. And uh, so you're able to get to that inn unaccosted. And you find yourself in uh, Colbron's lair. A hole in the wall for outsiders. Are there guards in here, Sherwin? Uh, by the time uh, you get there, Sherwin's spell has worn off. Okay. I would just assume any guard you see is going to have more guards with him. And uh, Bobby, kind of clutching to Sherwin as uh, he walks in here, she uh, sees all the different kind of monstrous races gathered in this place in this hole in the wall. So do we have? Are we going to stay here, Daddy? It, it smells bad. <laughs> Yes, honey. You see, Daddy's very poor, so we can't afford to live anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is our life now. Get I thought you said you're the captain. Isn't there like captain's quarters? <laughs> this is the captain's quarters, honey. Donnie slinks over behind Sherwin and is like, we really need to cut that head off. It's just going to get worse and spread to everybody else and then just stare at the daughter. We'll she like out. slides backwards and then bumps into Prince Darendel and she just screams. Uh, How did people react to the fungus man? 
<laughs> so uh, Rumpa Dump, yeah, when he walks in, he sees Stool, and he just immediately kind of bobbles over there to them, and they kind of greet each other in some sort of. You can't obviously they're not saying anything out loud, but they seem to be excited to see each other as they're bopping up and down. They're eating each other's poop, I guess. I just imagine they're like liking making like spurting noises, like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the room but fills with like musty smell. But uh, they they will launch poor spores at each other, and they'll start um, communicating. And uh, yeah, if you want to jump over there, you can hear the interactions. Um, but basically, okay. uh, they reminisce, and Stool explains that uh, he was traveling with this drow, and um, he developed a bond with him, and he decided to stick with him even through. Uh, when they got captured and through this whole adventure, but they're trying to get back to Neverlight Grove. And then Rumpadump will explain to Stool that something wrong has happened in uh, Neverlight Grove. The uh, the Myconoid, the sovereigns of the city. Uh, there's two sovereigns that kind of govern the whole the whole uh, the whole area of Neverlight Grove, and uh, one of them is acting strange. And it, it doesn't feel safe anymore, and he wants to stay with the, the party as you guys travel. He keeps mentioning uh, something about this lady, the lady as they recall to her, they refer to her as um, someone new. Is something everybody new getting has come to uh, Everyone within 10 feet. I don't know if, I mean, if you want to be in it, you can be in it. Donnie was going to engage Sherwood in conversation after yeah. the um, the daughter thing as well. But okay. So I guess we'll follow Sherwood over there then. So, uh, yeah, Stool, like he said, he's just like a little kid. He doesn't really seem to understand, but uh, he seems defiant and still wants to go to Neverlight Grove regardless. And Rumpadump agrees to stay with him, no matter what. Sarah, and what do you know about this lady? I, I don't what lady? The ones they're talking about? I have no idea. I've never been to Neverlight Grove. Where'd you meet Stool? Uh, we met him. I met him in my travels. Uh, I... He was like in some patch of mushrooms somewhere. Uh, it's hard for me to remember. Why were you going to dance with the mother funguses? Weren't you all worshiping? What dance? What are you talking about? You were fighting it. You don't remember that? You can see him kind of like, uh, he like puts his head down and kind of thinks like earnestly is trying to remember. And uh, I, I remember seeing the mushrooms in the cave. Yeah, well, I was with you guys though. I don't remember dancing. You drunk? Not yet. All right. Well, drink somewhere else. <laughs> Cold. I thought we were getting friendly after I healed him up a bit. That was his yeah. fucking icy grasp. I'm afraid to let anyone in. Baby. I have a cold steel cage of a heart. Um, yeah, he doesn't seem to recall any of that interaction with the uh, the dancing mic noids. How come he don't have that French accent? Hmm? Because you don't got that real <laughs> what just because they're drow, they all got to talk the same. Sounds kind of racist. Yep, he's from a different district. Maybe he's from Detroit. <laughs> um, I'm a Robocop. Oh, uh, yeah, insight roll. Yeah, he doesn't seem to you don't think based on your insight roll that he is trying to hide anything. Okay, uh, well, Donnie should do his thing. Oh, so, um, big ears. I got these things off of that eyeball eyeball mouth, and he's gonna pull out the brain and main eye. And say like, can we 
can we use these to take its magic? It seemed really powerful. So I guess Sherwin's gonna, I guess, examine it. And, uh, let's see. Can you give me Arcana roll? Yeah. For it. Um, so you know Spectator, the creature that you fought, is a minor version of like the legendary Beholder creature. And Beholders, eye stalks, you know, are commonly used to make um, uh, like wands of paralysis and things like that. Um, basically, each of the eye stalks have different uh, abilities, and those each individual eye stalk can be used for a different like magical device, like a wand of paralysis or a wand of confusion or something like that. But a spectator is uh, a weaker version, and combining all four stalks, uh, you might be able to make a potion uh, that has just like a one-time kind of use, not as powerful as a wand, but maybe like some sort of um, like oil of paralysis or something like that. Hmm. Uh, tells him that. Uh, it's not one of the stronger ones, so maybe we can make something, but uh, maybe somewhat disappointing for what you're wanting, Donnie. So just these eye stocks that, like, I main eye and the brain are useless? Well, uh, oh, like I said, it's, uh, you know, we find a better, a bigger, stronger creature, bigger, stronger uh, weapon. Okay, and well, you, you take these and make that stuff, then. And he'll give him the eye stocks. And so, basically, what you can do is see if, like, succeed the, the roll to make it. Um, you can use the uh, all to combine to make either one one of the features of the eye stock. So one, it would be like an oil of confusion, uh, oil of paralysis, oil of fear, or we'll say oil of wounding. But basically, it'll just replicate the um, this those saving throws that you're making earlier. It'll just be like a one-time use kind of oil of that. So I'll just throw them all in there so you can see them. And uh, Raylan kind of comes across the two of them while he's checking the room out, and he hands. Uh, Sherwin, the notebook that he found on the dead female Darrow. And he says, uh, the woman had this on her. Hmm. Let's, let's see what it is. And, uh, Sherwin's going to make the, uh, potion of confusion, by the okay. way. <clears throat> and then he, uh, hands the potion to Donnie. Use this, my friend. And, uh, uh, this is a magic here. Right. Yes, Thank you, you. Uh, just throw it at them, bad guys, and this will uh, this will make them very confused. <laughs> nice. Uh, he's also so he like takes that and puts it in his meat bag, and he just starts like eating the brain right there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at that point, Donnie's going to take a look at the book. Okay, so it's uh, dwarvish, and. Mm -hmm. um, it uh, contains uh, specifically like a long list of random items, mostly coins and jewelry, and there are no dates, um, but uh, there are some entries with different handwriting, so maybe there was more than one uh, person that was uh, doing this, or at least making a ledger in this journal. And the last entry describes a the miraculous appearance of the gold coin. It's like a story? Or... I cut off a little bit. Say I again. said it's like a story. It seems like a log. Okay. What does it say? Things. Um, just different coins. Like uh, it's just a list of different coins and some jewelry, 
um, it'll just say something like uh, uh, one silver coin uh, with a uh, dragon's head and it'll say one spider jewel uh, one spider shaped jewel and then it just kind of lists on and on like that just kind of general descriptions of different coins and jewelry one after the other and then the last one it just makes a specific uh, note that it was a miraculous gold coin mm. so he uh, tells us to Raylan, it seems like a log of a collection of coins. Maybe it'd be a good idea to take it to uh, the uh, Dwarvish merchant lady. Ilsa. What's yes. in it? The list of just different types of coins based off description. Does it say anything about the dragon egg in it? No. The what? And Raylan stares a dagger at him. <laughs> You didn't hear that. That was telepathically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Sherwin says out loud, No, there's nothing written here about the dragon egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little people. All right. And Raylan shrugs and says, I guess keep the book. Can't read it. Yep. Well, she maybe she'll have maybe the coins that she's seen will be the same as the ones listed here in the book. So we finished like three side quests here, huh? <laughs> so I just want to point out, no one said anything to Raylan about miraculous miraculous coins. <laughs> uh, he would have read off the names of the different coins and uh, with the last one being like a uh, miraculous coin. Right. Yeah. So you would have probably figured out maybe he's talking about the coin that you picked up if he's naming them out loud for you. Who that who picked up what coin? <laughs> All right. Does yeah, Raylan know what a miraculous coin is? Miraculous gold coin. Is it well known? <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe it's not specific enough. But you did find a gold coin. Do I I'm know anything you're... called miraculous gold coin? You do not. Sure, we'll for it. Uh, I'll say your passive insight uh, or your passive investigation will uh, lead you to believe that it's referring to the other coin that you found in her possession. Right, but does Raylan know about any mythical or historical or magical object called miraculous coin? No. Okay, cool. In that case, you should toss it to the Witcher. <laughs> so Raylan's gonna try to find somewhere to post up to rest after he can, spends a moment with everyone uh, to like ask them what they thought of the battle and if they can improve anything in their tactics together and to congratulate them all for doing such a great job in a very earnest way Jim Jam will not where insane. he's trying to Thanks. persuade them that they did great, but maybe it comes off as he's tired and doesn't really mean it or something. <laughs> yeah, comes off a little flat. But Could as you're scanning the, uh, don't react to this two head, two head yeah. kid. Uh, so give me a perception roll, or I guess you don't need it because you're super observant. Um, yeah, they're definitely looking at her. Almost everyone has paid attention to it. And again, this isn't a bar. This is just like a sleeping pit. Um, 
But yeah, anyone that's uh, with an eye eyesight of her has taken notice of her two heads. Uh, also, Raylan, while you're scanning the room, you notice that uh, the knoll is gone. And uh, Raylan tells Donnie, "Hey, Donnie, I think your your furred friend is not here. Did he tell you he was going somewhere?" Who? And Raylan just shrugs. <laughs> yeah. Asked, oh, they came back not, together. He's like clearly not interested enough to. Uh, yeah. Pursue the matter further himself. So Jim Jam's going to come up to Sherwin and ask him. Um, we'll talk in Gnomish with Sherwin. So what? What do you want to do with your your girl? Are we gonna? Are we taking her with us or? What's What's it to you? I don't know. It seems not telling you how to be a parent, but it seems kind of <laughs> dangerous. Sounds awfully a lot like you trying to tell me how to be a parent of my own child. Sherwin is a Karen. <laughs> no, Sherwin will be like, uh, I have no choice but to take her with us. But, you know, for me, this was what I needed to done. This was uh, the whole reason why I'm down here. So, I, well, now of course, I have the calling of the, the Keeper as a, you know, a uh, upstanding civil servant of this society. Yeah, I do have an obligation to keep that. Maybe we'll start a new life down here. The Bobby will pick hear this since she has four ears and you're speaking in Normish. Gnomish. What? Live here? I want to go home, Daddy. There is no home, damn it. Your mother's gone. Our house is gone. We have nothing. But now I am a keeper of the dragon. And then he kind of has like this look. He looks off in the distance. Are you changing your alignment? <laughs> in game. As you're saying this, this other gnome who was sitting nearby is, feels uncomfortable. And he's going to kind of just sl slide away. You're just going through something, dude. And Jim Jam will say, uh, all right. Um, sorry, I just thought I'd, you know, try to keep an eye out for you guys. You know, one gnome to another. I'm yeah, sure if you, well, if you want it, uh, there's somewhere safe she could probably stay in Blindenstone. Yeah, well, we'll see what Blinkenstone is like. This is of, a place for foreigners yeah. to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Outsiders to sleep. Yep. Aren't these all like under dark creatures anyway? Like, there's no. Foreigners means non Jurgar. Okay. In a Jurgar city. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> what are you guys doing now? Were you, was your intention to do like a long rest or something? Long rest. Long, long, long rest. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Raylan's gonna um, try not to feel like there's anything like he's convincing himself you can kind of see it on his face that there's no problem with asking this question as he approaches both Sherwin and Boyd and inquires about their ability to help heal him before the rest he does it in a very stern way. He's he's like, but he, but earnest. He's like, well, in our party's I, notes, we have potions of healing and potions of greater healing. <laughs> I thought best if we conserve those. I don't know. May, maybe you're tapped out like me, though. So where so are the I, places? Donnie's gonna go to sleep, for sure. Okay, yeah, and one of these little back. Uh, corners here you can find the, the actual sleeping spots are like little uh, hovels or like uh, carved out uh, places in the stone 
not this center area. Right, so yeah, cool. you can find a you can find a pit to land. Dunzo. So Rail, I'm gonna try to organize watch rotation. What are you gonna do with the cargo. egg? Uh, just leave it on railing, maybe. All right. Like so it out. will increase in size at some point. Oh shit. Okay, we'll put it back in the egg envelope thing it's on the sly. Right behind, rubbing up here is. So it just looks like a, a big a bag full of more supplies or whatever. I do suggest that we try the bag idea. I do not trust all of these invisible dwarves around. They might already even know that we have it. They might be here listening to you. Yes, they might even <laughs> to me now. Raylan just shakes his head. Up. I don't want to wake up and have the egg missing. We need to have someone on it at all times. Well, why don't... So the sleeping things are just like little individual alcoves, right? For one person? Right. Okay, so Raylan's like, I came in with it. Why don't I just keep it with my pack? I'll sleep with my head on my pack like I do every night. Or wait, it's fucking huge though. It's like four feet around. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'll put it in the corner of this little hole. I'll arrange myself with my normal equipment bag in front of it. We can pile it. Well, he's like, I have all this ec these extra things anyway. And when I'm not on watch, it'll just be here next to me. And we'll keep a watch rotation as we normally do. Guard the entryways. Are there windows in this hovel? No. He's like, there's no windows. So there's only one point of ingress and exit he doesn't remember what the equivalent of egress egress is but he says exit and he's like and <laughs> i think the least passing around of this thing we do the better it's just a normal bag of equipment and that's it and he's like that's my proposal how about you sleep first and then we'll, i'll trade places with you since we're about similar size and Raylan's like, well, I needed to go outside to speak with my patron anyway. So I was going right. to do I'll, first I'll, watch I'll after that. I'll sleep first then. Okay, so first watch rotation, Raylan taps himself. Second, Grimsby, and then they'll figure out the rest from there, I guess. All right, so if you didn't put in your hit points, if you just like spend any hit die to heal, please do that. Um, I still want to do a couple things before resting. <clears throat> sure, what's up? Uh, so I guess, um, well, Sherwin's going to be, he be working in his notes, kind of writing stuff down and examining the, uh, the gem that's off of the wand. And he's also going to be kind of doing research on his daughter about the second head. Okay. Um, I mean, that's just more for roleplay play. I don't. I wasn't thinking I'm gonna be rolling anything for it. Okay. Um, so, what did you say about the wand? Sorry, I didn't catch the first part of that. Well, you know, like he's ever since he got that jewel back off of Raylan's wand, he's like kind of fascinated by oh, it. Oh, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, like looking at it and writing notes down, and uh, like like fiercely writing notes down. Like it seems like he can't stop writing things down, looking at it. Yeah, you would like, uh, normally you would like maybe pass some magical energy through it and you would see like more symmetric, almost grid like patterns in the crystal as the magic flowed through it. But with, uh, after Raylan had used it, it seemed more chaotic and uh, you can't, it's difficult for you to even track like how the magic would flow through this crystal. And maybe that's part of the reason why you're curious about it. And 
Yeah, well, you wake up in the morning, and your daughter wakes up beside you. But today, she's uh, she seems grumpy, easily agitated, and uh, she, other than you, she eyes everyone in the party with suspicion. She says, "Good morning, Daddy." <laughs> We're all together now, right? Uh, yeah. If you woke up from your hobble and came back to the center area. Big ears, we need to cut that head off, like, now. I'm telling you, it's just gonna spread to the rest of her body, and then other people, and then everything. It's gotta come off, and then we gotta let's burn just, it. Let's just see what the stone speaker says. And he's kind of, like, trying to calm uh, Donnie down as he kind of gets into his gear and his the egg package too after Donnie says that Bobby will kind of slink behind Sherwin and she'll like peep out from behind his back and she'll say I don't like the lizard daddy kill it let's kill it <laughs> he just kind of laughs oh, oh, oh Bobby you're so funny let me put that bag on her head it's already turning kin against kin this is how it goes down we gotta end it what if we suffocate make, that one head make me a hat out of its head daddy <laughs> You're full of jokes today, Bobby. <laughs> hey, Gears, do you need me to do it for you? No, no let's go find these uh, stone giants. Maybe they'll have some information. But this is a big risk. Oh, I gotta spend my... Damn it, die. So that's 15... I finally uh, experienced the reason why you don't just spend all your hit dice. So mm -hmm. when we had that short the last time I woke up from long rest, I spent two, and I wasn't at full health. And then we got in a fight, and I took damage, and then we had that short rest, and I was able to get closer to full health with my remaining hit dice after that. So, I get it now. Cool. I rolled two ones on my hit dice, so despite using all of them immediately, Donnie's still down, like, ten points. Aha! Slow healing. Yeah, also having, like, all of his health sucked out by a wraith, you know, probably takes a minute to recover from Yeah, that probably sucked. Aside from boredom concerns, is there any reason not to take another day off? <laughs> we gotta get this head. <laughs> this head's gonna spread to everybody. The blight. The more you sit around, the more I'll throw something in. <laughs> Damn, I, could, I couldn't even get up to full HP. Christ. So you got some low shit in there, too? Yep. So, Bobby, throughout whatever interactions you're doing in the morning, she is just staring, keeping eyes on Donnie basically the whole time. All four eyes. Donnie is returning the gazes. And uh, Raylan comes out of his alcove, and he looks pretty shocked. And he's like, <clears throat> he goes up to Sherwin, and he's like, so you, you went ahead and put it in the box. Oh, as you said, you were, you were fine. We had taken turns, right? Someone was sitting on that uh, egg the whole time, right? Where is it? And he goes back in his alcove and he throws a really big but floaty egg envelope bag at Sherwin and says, Don't fuck around! Where is it? Hell no! That's what I said. If it's gone, this is why I said we should have used the bag, damn it. Bobby speaks up and she'll point at Donnie. He took it. I saw him take it. Donnie's neck flaps just flare out immediately. 100% huge. 
And I want to intimidate the fuck out of that little. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, make intimidation roll. Can I do insight on Bobby to see if she. Apparently, it was a nat fail, so let's see what. <laughs> he looks like that running lizard. It's just kind of cute and pathetic. <laughs> yeah, she, like, uh, both of her heads will laugh maniacally, and she, like, she just yells out, I'll eat you alive, lizard. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, what's this insight roll for? Sorry, I missed it. To see if Bobby was telling the truth. <laughs> uh, yeah, you think she saw him with all four eyes. She's pretty watchful. The blight's taken over. You gotta so, get it off now. Raylan just goes over to Donnie and is like, Why should she lie? The blight! <laughs> he just says it flatly. <laughs> Dude. Can I check Donnie? Yeah. Uh, check him for. to see if you think he's, what, lying or something? Or. If he believes that? <laughs> sure, you can roll insight to see if. Yeah, you think uh, Donnie believes what he says. I'm assuming right, Donnie, so that's what Raylan, you believe, right? Raylan kind yeah. of <laughs> stops arcing over Donnie in a threatening way and just puts his hand up like, okay, sorry, I came at you too hard. And he's like, but... Oh, fuck. They must have been in here then. Do you have another scroll, Sherwin? No, I do not, unfortunately. Raylan, like, races over to the doorway. Where's the doorway? Oh, uh, yeah, that way. The left. Left, left, yeah. And he kind of just fills that space uh, so nobody can get in or out all the NPCs kind of look around in confusion with each other Jim Jam just looks at Shiro and he's like I I don't know I didn't I didn't see anybody I mean I went to sleep so the last person I saw it with was Raylan and nobody had problems on their watch no weird sounds no scuffling um yeah, no one, uh, no one noticed anything during the rest. Even uh, Boyd. Who was on the, who was on the watch? Uh, it was Raylan was the first one with it, and then uh, after that, uh, Grimsby, I believe, was second. Is that how that worked? Yeah, yeah, and then I figured if we would just, we never really set out a full watch rotation, but Sir, so Sherwin just did an insight check, seventeen for Raylan to see if he's generally believes that this egg is missing. Uh, Raylan, roll me a d20. A d20. Two. And what's your score for that? Plus two. Um, yeah, Sherwin. Uh, something smells fishy to you. Uh, Sherwin speaks up. Something about this doesn't seem right. Egg was your responsibility. You would be the one that would know if it was taken or not. I know it's taken. I just threw the fucking bag at you and stopped saying that word. And you were also the one against putting it in the bag. Why is that? What is this egg to you, Raylan? The egg is a ticket out of the city to us, which is why I'm worked up about it. And why nobody's leaving this room till we figure it out. He kind of makes himself big, which is easy for him. And Sherwin looks over to Grimsby. You took the second watch, right? Yeah, I took the second did watch. You, did you look at the egg when you started your watch? I was sleeping on top of the egg while Raylan took first watch. As far as I know, it was still there when I got up to take mine. 
I'm gonna take that Nilhog mushroom. Oh, okay, the nose one? Yeah. Alright. And then sniff the bag. Alright. And see if I can pick up a scent, pick up a trail. Okay, give me some, uh... I guess it'd be tracking, so yeah. Um, survival. Didn't come up. What the hell? Now it comes up. Okay. Dragon egg is, I would guess, some has some unique odors to it compared to most things, and, uh... Given you've been here before, I think it's not difficult to track. So I'll give you the 13. It says that you can smell it on the bag, and you can follow it um, towards Raylan. And you don't smell the egg at all on Grimsby, hmm. as if Grimsby was never near the egg. Are you but sure you laid you, on that egg, Grimsby? If you checked outside the entrance of the cave, it gets you get mixed in with the street, and there's a lot of conflicting smells and stuff, and it's more difficult to track out there. Well, I slept on. I slept near the bag where it was supposed to be. What does the? But doesn't the mushroom give them like plus ten or something? Or uh, is it just it, advantage? It's perception. It like gives him uh, advantage on smell checks for perception. Oh well, he rolled survival. Is that different? Survival is for tracking. I figured it was more appropriate roll to try to track where the egg was. Now he can smell it. You can smell it definitely. You think I it, smell it left? You think it left the cave? But once you get out to the street, it's been, what, over eight hours since then. Lots of people yeah, have passed over that spot. You reckon someone pulled it back through the obelisk? Uh, yeah. They must... Is that where it came from? Or no, it came from the Keepers of the Flame. Yeah, but it, but they took it with the, ob with the help of the obelisk. So maybe someone else went down there and, and pulled it through the obelisk. Uh, I guess if they know how to use it better than us, since we used it accidentally... We need know. to find a way to figure out who's in this room, which to the people that are not in the party probably sounds like the craziest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> <laughs> About to play total recall. What do you mean? Who's you think someone's missing, or you know someone's missing? Well, we know the what's his face left. The uh, Noel was it Noel here when we got here? He was no, gone he was when gone. you got here. Okay. okay. Did he come back in? Did anyone <laughs> see him on their watch? Can you smell him, Boyd? Oh, I smell the egg, and I only smell it on Raylan. I don't smell it on you. And if you were claiming to be laying on it... Jim Jam will what? speak up. He'll say, uh... Well, I don't think it's a no. I would I would have noticed if he would have came back around here. I'd smell that sucker, too, probably. Yeah. Sherwin wants to investigate the crime scene. <laughs> okay. You go over to the hovel, and as you're doing it, your, your daughter is, like, just combing the area, watching your back. Like a hound. And, uh, okay. Um, he's sticking on him, but he's also going to be eating some meat while he's, like, sticking right behind <laughs> what, what, can we, movie. what can we roll to, like, uh, Keeping an eye on the blight. To notice, like, uh, dust flying up where there's nobody at or whatever to try to see, like, invisible person? Oh, if that'd we just have be a perception. suspicion that there's invisible people there, okay. Perception. I would have smelled the egg on an invisible person, even. Fuck, I can't yeah, roll you for shit. You figured you'd probably track it if someone invisible had taken it. Um, I always so, smell you, Raylan. Let's see. Let's, I'm checking something real quick. So, yeah. Um, so you were checking the crime scene, so to speak. And um, you're looking at, like, so these hovels, they have, like, a little, I guess it would be, like, straw, the equivalent of straw, like, bedding, basically. Just a big hole with covered in straw that you would just try to get comfortable in. 
and um, you can you look down on the ground. You had a really good investigation roll, and you got like your face on the ground, and you're like looking at the floor, and you can see an impression where the bag used to be, and you can tell that based on what you know about the egg's size, um, that after an hour, you know, it would have grown back to the full four feet by three feet diameter, 180 pounds. The impression that's left in the straw bedding doesn't seem consistent with something that large and that heavy as if whatever was laying there through the whole night would have been smaller and lighter than what the egg should have been. So, uh, Sherwin will relate that to me. Like the size doesn't match up. It should have been bigger. Well, if it went through the obelisk, they could have got it before it shrank or replaced it. But if that happened, Jim Jam will speak up, but if that happened while Grimsby was sleeping, wouldn't Grimsby, like, feel something? I don't know. Maybe but it was after that? It was never there. If, if there's absolutely nothing, no egg smell on me, then clearly I wasn't, I wouldn't have known anything. I didn't do what I thought I was doing. All right. Hmm. Well, who else can verify that there's no egg smell on you? Donnie's going to whiff. <laughs> All right, Donnie. Um, maybe survival, I guess. Trying to track that egg smell. Um, um, uh, so, uh, can I use my inspiration? Yeah, sure. Um, Is it a re-roll, or can I use that? Uh, I'll give you the second roll. And... Uh, I mean, granted, what's happened so far. Um, Amazing. So you would corroborate what uh, what Boyd said. You have the same opinion. You don't smell the egg on Grimsby at all. all. Right. What about the bag? Does the bag smell like? The bag has a faint odor of the egg, but um, you, uh, yeah, it. It's not strong smelling. It's not as strong as something that had been in there recently, right? So it looks like... What about Bobby? Um, Bobby does not have the smell of the egg on her, but she does have the smell of the blight. (laughs) All right. Donnie would think. I knew it. Yeah, I don't smell the egg there. How many, like, people that are not in our group are in the room? Four, right? Um, yeah, about the same as what you see. You about six total. All? There's some Darrow down there. <laughs> yeah, how are they reacting? <laughs> um, well, you guys are speaking common, so they don't really understand anything that you're saying. Um, okay, that's good. Yeah, are we it. sure about that fact? You're not 100% sure, but what, from what you know, for the most part, that your average Joe Underdark does not speak common. Okay. Bobby knows something. She's pushing too much. She knows something. Bobby's just a sick little girl. <laughs> Did Boyd say that out loud? Sure. <laughs> I'm asking Boyd. Yeah. Bobby knows something. She's hiding something. Boyd, you you don't let anybody enter out and, I don't know, block this doorway. And he kind of trudges over past Sherwin. What do you, or what do you just do? Give him a big mushroom? He's three feet tall. Hovers over... <laughs> Well, just be an obstacle. Fall at their feet. I hold it out like a gate. The regular Joe C over here. Turn into a draft horse again. And uh, Raylan kind of hovers over them both, not in the friendly giant speaking to small person way. And is like, tell us what you saw. Speaking directly to Bobby. Tell me where it is. 
You will not speak to her that way. She's clearly not involved with this. You She's the only one making a positive claim about it. You aren't telling us everything. You're the only one with the smell. Why is that? Because I was carrying it. Why did you use? This isn't your daughter. A, and then I put it into a bag, which trapped the smell inside. She's the only one that says she saw what happened. We have to find out whether she saw a thing that really happened or whether she's making it up. He's not stalking her like this, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just looming. Yeah. Um, so she'll, so like behind Sherwin the whole time, kind of grabbing on his waist, and she'll just say, um, she's like, Daddy, they're trying to betray you. They want your power. Tell them you're the oh. law. What power? <laughs> you're the captain. Yes, yes, that's all true, Bobby, but that's not what we're talking about now. Go play with your dolls. <laughs> now you, Mr. Raylan, you will not speak to her that way. I know she's got two heads, and it's not very good that she has those two heads. But we need to discuss now is the dragon egg. And Raylan just, like, is so frustrated that he just keeps saying that out loud. <laughs> but he lets it go because he, he's sure that now Sherwin is just doing it to make him angry. So he resists that, and he just, like, he puts his two hands up in front of him and says, Okay, can you talk to her then? Because she's the only one that claims to have seen what happened. And I get it. She's your daughter. I understand. I don't have children myself. I hope to one day. I hope to. But she's the only one that's making a claim about what happened. That's a positive claim. So someone, probably you, because of the familial tie, needs to explore that. And then he just like... Leans against the cave wall, hoping that his message got through. Show it in our rolls of his eyes. All right, Bobby, come here. Come here. All right. Explain yes, to Mr. Raylan. Explain to Mr. Raylan what you what you saw. And I saw the lizard take it. He tried to eat it. Um. Me too. Oh. Yeah. It sound feels like total BS. And that she's just trying to pin something on Donnie is your gut feeling. So, you know, he looks back to her. Clearly, she's sick, all right? And she's saying that Donnie took it, but it does not seem that's the case. Also, he doesn't have the smell on him. Your mistake walks up, walks up to Bobby. Bobby, are you are you are you here telling us some porkies? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this one talking about, Daddy? Uh, don't look at me. I know nothing of porkies. Porkies, you know, that's what that's what my people say. If you if you don't if you say something that isn't quite true, then you're telling a porky. Are you telling Are you telling porkies? I've never told a porky. She's the only porky is this one, and she points at Donnie. She is telling porkies. Jeez, like, you're gonna get two votes for best one-liner. <laughs> she like she's bouncing back and forth behind Sherwin, just saying, "Daddy, they're trying to what's what's the word? It's a in entrapment. They're trying to entrap him in me. I'm not a porky. We need to cut that head off. I think it's taken over. Oh, she's fine. We just need to find the cure, right? Stone giants will know what to do. The cure is to cut it off and burn it. 
That is not weighted. Oh, shit. Hmm? Uh, Raylan's gonna have an epiphany and drop his um, pack to the ground. All right. To pull out the stone speaker crystal. And he's like, okay, we're gonna go find a dead thing, a plant, or an animal outside that saw what happened, and we're gonna figure this out. Doesn't that have locate object? No. Just, I think, speak to the dead plants and animals. I have some pieces of dead things, and Donnie offers up his, like, bag. <laughs> but they definitely didn't see it. I guess dead. these won't work then. <laughs> you can ask that spectator beholder. Fucking hitting home runs. <laughs> nope. All right, so Raylan is like, is that acceptable to everyone? I don't but see that, it. Means, that means leaving the room, doesn't it? <sighs> yeah, you lead on, but we got to deal with this blight quickly. Or it's going to spread. It's already taken over. Okay. So Raylan kind of hides the crystal or whatever. So he's not just walking around with this crazy crystal that he'll get mugged for. But he's like... So there's there's no other scroll for invisibility seeing. It's like one time. It was just one time. Yeah. One time use. <sighs> okay. Does right. Stool sleep? You're not sure. Raylan asked Boyd, does Stool sleep? Nah, they don't sleep. Stool. Yeah, like, Boyd knows that they kind of meditate, but it's not necessarily sleep. They commune. So you go and surround the mushrooms, and they <laughs> slink up against the wall. Mushrooms. Tell Angry us energy. Uh, so, Rumpadump will poof, so you can speak with them. <clears throat> go ahead, if you wish. Do you see what happened to the egg? Which one are you speaking to right now? Uh, start with Stool. Um, so Stool being the youngest, he when you talk to him, he also feels very nervous, and uh, you can almost feel like the the influence of Rumpadump kind of like staring down at him in his mind, like kind of forcing him to speak. Uh, I saw the egg. And Braylon just looms over everyone with his hands on his hips. He doesn't elaborate further as your question was, did you see the egg? He says he sees, he saw it. Yeah. Okay, so what did you see? What happened to it? Uh, Raylan had it. Like a fucking and... barbershop quartet. <laughs> Raylan had it. He had it. And then what happened? Yeah, <clears throat> you can feel like the nervousness in his mind. Uh, he had it, and then... Uh, you guys, uh, you closed your eyes for a, a while, and then he went outside with his bag. With his bag? With the egg in the bag? Uh, I, I only saw his bag. I couldn't see an egg. And you'll, like, hear, feel like Rumpadum cut in. He doesn't know if the bag, the egg was in the bag or not. Do you know? No, I don't. But he did leave with the bag. Um, the Sherwin's gonna look over to Boyd. Boyd! And you check his bag for the smell of the egg. I already sniffed the bag. I sniffed the egg. I sniffed the bag to get the <laughs> egg smell. <laughs> First thing I did. I already sniffed his bag. 
smelled crusty and musty. Riley, you didn't take it out with and, you yesterday when you were communing, did you? Um, <clears throat> and you can feel like in the middle of this, the sport report, when you're talking with them, you can feel like uh, all of a sudden um, Stool has like an epiphany and he's kind of like, he's very eager to say something and Rupadump tries to suppress him. Um, and uh, he'll, he'll continue. You guys ate the, uh, the, 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 the mushrooms, right? That make you big and small. And, and if you ate the big one and you got big and, and you wait a long time, then you go back to normal size. Uh, and then you made the egg small, but, uh, I saw the bag and, uh, bag, the bag never changed size. So, so, so that means, uh, uh, when he left and came back in and the bag was always the same size, maybe the, the egg was like, uh, it's stuck. Like there's too much mushroom stuff in it and the egg didn't change sizes. And you can feel like Rumpadub kind of be disappointed in Stool's conclusion. And Raylan answers the question about, did he go outside? And he's like, yeah, I went outside. And since I was on watch, I took it with me and brought it back. It would be irresponsible to leave it here. Maybe someone swiped it while you were outside. Swiped it from you. I had it sitting at my feet while I was talking to Zorbulon. Bait and switch. I think I would have noticed someone take a bag off the toes of my boots. Maybe Zorbulon. A really heavy one, he says pointedly. The other NPCs will kind of speak up. Or Jim Jam will anyways, because he understands the comment. He's like, who's, what's what's a Zorbulon? The imp that we saw after that fight yesterday. Raylan's demon buddy. Devil? Demon? Devil. Jim Jam will question Raylan. You don't, you don't think like you're uh, devil, demons. I mean, I don't know if they're all that trustworthy. You don't think he would do something crazy, right? Um, Raylan is thinking about it. <laughs> and he decides firmly, no. He shakes his head, no. I can only bring him through one time a day using this. He holds up the bat wing necklace. And he stood there in front of me. We talked. I gave him a letter. He went back through. Egg never moved off the toes of my boots. And he couldn't have come back at least through this. And he holds the necklace up again. So I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they would do that to me. <clears throat> he seems very conflicted about this. Jim Jam will say, well, I don't think uh, Garthagar, the Keeper of the Flame guy, is going to be too happy if we show up without the egg. Well, we're supposed to talk to the dragon first anyway, right? I don't think he'll be happy either. Kind of shrugs. And Raylan just looks exasperated. He's like, I don't understand why all of this is focused on me. I'm sorry, buddy, but you're the only one with the scent on you. Let's go outside and ask a blade of grass or squirrel or whatever, anything we can find. <laughs> we have this crystal. Let's use it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go. Third party verification. All right. So Wait, you step yeah. so Probably go got poof too, right? Um, no. I think she would be suspicious of that. Okay. I was gonna say we pro could we feed her a mushroom? Uh, Bobby. <laughs> we've already we've already drugged you know a a bear and so other things. Two children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
Uh, yes, you yeah. could theoretically feed her a mushroom, and stuff would happen, I guess. Sure, and how do you feel about that? Would you be willing to subject your daughter to science? You want to give her one of the tongues? Is that what you're hoping for? Don't give her so, six Sharon, Sharon had a baby crisis, so I, I didn't catch anything that Stool started talking about. <laughs> um, but uh, Sherwin's not going to be out for any drugging of his daughter. <laughs> I'm not really sure how we got there myself. <laughs> hey, man. You want her to tell the truth, uh, so you want to give her the bull's tongue? Oh. Have, Is that have, what that Yeah, it makes them speak have, their thoughts openly. We oh. have at least three people who don't believe Bobby. Something's going on with Bobby. And how many here don't believe in Ray Bobby? <laughs> Who should eat the mushroom? <laughs> how many mushrooms are there? Four of them. Got four I think I think Bobby is just crazy with the blight. I'm more inclined to believe Raylan than I am your your admittedly precious daughter with two heads. <laughs> right. But I'm looking at the evidence. I think so looking at the evidence. I'm also trusting my insight. What about how that would, shifty dark? How would she be responsible if she's got no scent on her? I didn't say she was responsible, but she's there's something that she seems to know that she's not saying. It she's is my sick. She's sick. Look at her head. She's foaming at the mouth. Which head? head to a doctor. <laughs> I think it's very untrustworthy to have two heads in this climate. <laughs> I don't know. Mom always said two heads is better than one. <clears throat> yes, but when one of those heads is, you know, thr thrashing around on on beside the obvious proper head, which do you believe? I think we should knock her out. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> did, did Boyd say that? <laughs> yeah, he said it. Sharon's like, you know what? I've had enough. Bobby, we're going. You guys do with this dragon yourself. We're done. I'm taking the daughter and we're Wait, what about the the dark guy? You can't, the I'm dark in the doorway. One. The ship. The dark one? Which, Which guy? one? The he's the same as the people that kidnapped us. Sarah? The, the drow? Oh, nobody talked to Sarah. What about him? What does he have to do with dragons? I don't know. I don't trust him. <laughs> Let's just make this an opportunity to kill everyone you don't trust. <laughs> Let's just play Russian. Uh, if Sarath was in the uh, the spore report bubble, and he will say that, um, say, uh, I was asleep just like the rest of you. I'm no more culpable, culpable than you, Donnie. Uh, let me get an insight. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, seems pretty straightforward and honest. Raylan's okay. suspicious, though. <laughs> How come you didn't want to take a... Did he take the watch shift? Or what, no. I guess we would have to explicitly... Yeah. Okay. So you were asleep the whole time. And he asked, did anybody see him get up during their watch? Sarath, like, looks around. He's like, you've got to be kidding me. Me? I didn't, but I believe him. Did none of us saw him get up, right? Uh, no, no one would have saw him get up. 
I don't think you took it. And Raylan just kind of eyeballs him. As much as it pains me to admit it, uh, you guys could probably drop me with one blow. I wasn't stupid enough to do something like that. I wouldn't even know what to do with an egg if I had one. That's what someone would say if they did know what to do with an egg. <laughs> we talked about kinda... what to do with an egg. Um, Alright guys, we're we're on the street. Uh, the Jurgar, we're catching looks. Oh, we're not on the street. We're not on the street yet. Okay, we're not on the street. <laughs> we're catching looks from the patrons. The doorway. <laughs> and if, if Sherwin says he's leaving, what's going to happen? Let's see. Yeah, what is he trying to do? Just, like, walk away? Yeah, so Sherwin already left. <laughs> he's... <laughs> 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 he took Bobby, and they're going to go, go look for the stone giants. Alright. <laughs> so you make is your way towards... The, is, is he taking the statues and stuff? No, he doesn't have the statues. He doesn't care. He's had enough. He's gone. <laughs> uh, so you... Yeah, you can make your way towards the... Uh, so you're making your, your way towards Caragorn's Cavern with Bobby. Can we... And Raylan ask everyone else, should we go with him? Who does he trust the most at the moment? Who didn't suggest drugging his daughter or killing his daughter? I said knock her out. <laughs> <laughs> not boy. Yeah, not I think we should stick together. All right, All right. Well, let's let's go after him to make sure he doesn't get hurt. All right then. So it's easy to spot uh, a rock and just wandering through Gracklestug. Uh So you could catch up with him. And I'm going to bring all the shit that we've been carrying for the giants. Um, right. He's going to make sure to see me. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you can make it to the cavern and you can find, um, you'll find Durham there uh, standing at the entrance, the uh, the apprentice to the stone speaker that you met before. And he nods you when he, he sees, uh, when he sees you approaching from a distance. Like, do we arrive all at once? Uh, well, no, I guess Sherwin would get there first. I mean, I don't think there was... Sherwin technically has less movement than you guys, so you could catch up with him probably pretty easily. You could arrive there at the same time if you wanted to. If you ran I guess ab Sherwin. about the same time? Yeah. Or, I don't know, what does Grimsby think? I think I stealthed, and I'm just... I'm following them close enough that I will be there at the same time so that I can make sure that they don't do anything strange or that the uh, or that Bobby monster doesn't do anything Sherwin Bobby monster <laughs> okay so I guess we roll in like a minute later or something okay so Sherwin you get there first and you see the uh, stone giant there he greets you yeah so he approaches a stone giant and uh, kind of like points to who brings up Bobby and then like points to her heads and like points to his fingers with like the two sign up and then he kind of just pulls up like a shrug being like pointing to him and pointing to her and making his two into a one and he's like you know he's saying it in common you know he's just like please help my daughter uh, oh my this is grave indeed please come inside we will call stone speaker hogram and uh, from a distance, you can see uh, everyone besides Sherwin can see him being uh, <clears throat> uh, escorted into the cavern by one of the stone giants. 
and uh, yeah, you enter, and um, after Durham leaves, the basically the, the entrance of the cave is unguarded, so you could walk in. Um, you see the stone speaker, um, who is uh, looks like he's crouched down beside uh, Rahud, who was the uh, stone giant that had the two heads. That was they said he had um communing with the stones in order to keep him calm. Um, and you can see that now Rehud's second head is gone. It is completely vanished from his shoulders. What? And so Sherwin looks excited and points to him and then points to his daughter. It's like, yes, do that, make her better. So yeah, he will when you approach he'll turn his attention to you. And um let's see, what uh I think what language this guy speaks again? Just okay, just giant. Um, so he will speak to you in giant, and uh, obviously you will not understand what he says. But his voice kind of booms through the cavern. But you get the impression that he is there's a, a feeling of concern in his voice. Well, so I'm there too. I should be able to understand. Okay, yeah. So when you guys and you and uh, Raylan get there, you can understand him. And uh, he says, um, "You've returned." Who is this child? She seems to be afflicted with the same curse as Rahud. Then Sherwin. Sherwin looks like... Okay. Sherwin, Sherwin doesn't understand giant, so... Right. <laughs> I just said it out loud. Is someone well, translating? I'm just listening. Okay, Raylan will translate and facilitate a conversation between the two of them. Alright, so Sherwin, you see that your party has caught up with you. I'm walking in from behind. And Raylan's holding the stone speaker crystal. And I guess uh, you see everyone except for Grimsby. And uh, so, yeah, so he translates for you. So you can reply as normal, Sherwin. Go ahead. All right, so Sherwin's, you know, this is my daughter. She's only, she's got the same sickness with the two heads. We found her underneath when we were searching for clues about this mystery. But it seems that you found a cure, and he points over to the other, the other stone giant. A cure? No. no. Suddenly, he became better. It was just in the past, in the past day that he seems to have recovered miraculously. What? What is it that you discovered? And uh, Raylan produces the statues. Yes, bring them here. Where did you find these? Found these. You found these with the, uh, the. Uh, Evil, evil doers, evil, evil dwarfs. They were uh, doing some sort of magic experimentation. Magic? What? What kind of magic? What were they doing? Oh, they were focusing energies into obelisks. We have, I think we have one here. Uh, he actually still has the one that he picked up from that Doric had delivered, and he holds it up. The dark metal. Yeah. And Raylan explains the summoning circle thing with this statue in the middle and uh, the wizard that they killed. And we have his book, right? Uh, yeah, you do. Did we ever fully investigate that? I think it was just a spell book. If I remember, right? Let me check real quick. I, I like think it was right. a spell, a letter from uh, Droki and something else. Uh, yeah, it's like instructions. Uh, wait. Mm. So, did Sherwin, did you spend time doing this? Well, you said you could have if you wanted to during your long rest. But it was, um, it's dwarvish, and uh, the book outlines two rituals. Uh, one that causes one head of a creature to sprout a second head, 
and the other that allows the grafting of a severed head onto a living creature. But the note Ew. fails to mention that the ritual's caster must be uh, must be something or other that I can't say. I read too much. Um, yeah, so it outlines <laughs> two, two, two rituals. Everyone explains these rituals that he had read to the stone giant. My, my word, you have discovered, discovered something grave indeed. And what of this ritual? Is, is it stopped? Did you stop whoever was causing this? Raylan just answers him directly that he's dead. Then you have our thanks. I believe whatever you did to stop the summoning circle is somehow related to uh, Rahud's recovery. And is there anything else that you found? Uh, so Raylan is volunteering the information about the um, transportation obelisks and tells him about the basically the coin quest and everything. Do you know anything about this type of magic? Is this some kind of known infrastructure in the city? Or is this something new? No, I have never heard of such a thing. And this is either very old, before the giants, or something new. But it does not feel natural. It did lo- yeah. not look new. I see. And well, he you... tell, tells him about a Durgar ghost that came out of it. Mm. Well, then that certainly points to something ancient. I'm sorry, I cannot discern any any possible reason why that would exist, but regardless, you you have the stone giants backing for whatever you need. The service you've provided to remove us remove this affliction from us has likely saved our entire our entire flock. Yes, but what about my daughter? Damn it! Like stomps his tiny foot on the ground. Then uh, Raylan translates it in a more respectful way, but still with the same kind of urgency. I see. Well, did you not find a, a statue in the shape of your daughter, similar to what you mentioned with us? No, he did not. Give me a moment to commune with the stone. And he pulls out his stone wanger and starts jerking it in front of you. No. Um, he, uh, <laughs> he turns to the stone wall and... Uh, slides his hand over the surface and it kind of glows at his fingertips and um then he comes thank you jeremy and uh after a few moments he'll turn back around and i think i'm not sure but this there may be no order to this this uh ritual what i mean is you do not have to craft the statue first and then Remove it. Perhaps someone who is already afflicted, you could craft a statue of them, and then repeat the process. Destroy the statue. Maybe it'll have a similar effect. Would you be able to craft such a thing? A oh, replica of your daughter? suppose so. I guess uh, I, I, I could maybe try to sculpt the statue. Would we need to use the same energy circle? Perhaps. It seemed very dangerous with chaotic magical energy. Mm, I see. A couple of us succumb to it momentarily. Is there anyone in your party who is proficient in the magical arts? Uh, Raylan looks around, and what his idea of magic is, he would kind of volunteer himself and Boyd, I guess. And he would say, not at an expert level. I see. Well, I think with the three of us combined, we may be able to harness the natural energy of the stones in a way for you to 
mm, touch or manifest the affliction in your daughter. We should try. Come with me. I'll just... I'll turn and uh, lead you to a section in the back of the cavern. And it looks like a... Uh, it looks like a Japanese stone garden. Except instead of little pebbles, they're like boulders the size of um, of Sherwin. And uh, they're all raked and aligned in a certain order. And uh, he will gesture for you to put Bobby in the center of this garden. So this is a big-ass room. Yeah, it's um, probably about 100 feet in diameter. And Bobby will hesitate. She seems to resist going to the center. What's going on, Daddy? Don't worry. It's gonna get better. Promise. I'm about to go full exorcist. Uh, Pea soup time. Yep. What kind of father are you letting her watch that movie already? (laughs) (laughs) It's her mother. God rest her soul. She's dead, you jerk. Uh, Now who's gonna make sandwiches? The smaller races have different ideas about parenting. Yes, they apparently do. And basically, I just need Boyd and Raylan to spend one of their highest spell slots. Mm. No! <laughs> we'll not do it. Not that sorry, child. sorry, Sherwin, no dice. <laughs> Why well, can't Sherwin be involved? In- <laughs> he, he asked. You didn't say that you could use magic, so he didn't ask you to do it. Was it translated to me? Yeah. I just assume everything that he says is being translated. Okay. In that case, then uh, then you can take uh, take Boyd's place if Boyd is hesitant to contribute. No, I already, I already spent it. It's fine. Okay. So, sure. Did he translate to everybody? Unless someone says, I'm not going to say translate it. When after they say I'm translating, I'm not going to say that you didn't see it. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, Donnie will also volunteer as a magic user. <laughs> <laughs> so and Raylan tells the stone speaker to just um, hand him a controller but don't plug it in and he'll just think that he's helping so each spell slot from an individual that's <laughs> contributed uh, is going to increase the chances of success <clears throat> so does he we explain have, this uh, no as I'm telling you this what's going to happen but if you choose not to do it then that's basically the impact He'll tell you that uh, the more not to do it, right? (laughs) He'll tell you that the more energy that you have, the greater the chances that you can cure. I want to have a serious talk with Sherwin. Go ahead. And Raylan's just going to get on his level in that friendly, familiar way, and tell him, "Look, I don't know. We still have another situation that we need to figure out together, but I want to help you with this." for your daughter. Just as far as I'm concerned, this is the only thing. That... What'd you say? Sorry. You said yes, but right now, as far as I'm concerned, this is the only thing that matters. Okay, and Raylan like claps him on the shoulder more gently than normal, and then uh, kind of like faces the stone speaker. Alright, um, so everybody spend one of your highest spell slots. I guess maybe second level? Slot. Yeah, I already did. I only right. have two spell slots, and they're both second level, because fucking packed magic is weird. Alright, so how is this going down? I have a first level I can use. Mr. Lizard, I, I have not filled your magical contribution yet. <laughs> Alright, well, Donnie's gonna 
cast his thing then, I guess. I don't... He's gonna try to push it back 15 feet. <laughs> so, in spirit, I guess Donnie is like, looks like he's throwing a fireball or something. Uh, no, it's the arms of Hadar thing. So, like, um, tentacles of dark energy are just gonna, like, fly out of Donnie and hit everything within 10 feet, I believe. Unless it's apparent that, like, he's supposed to channel his magic in some way. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was the intention was for you to channel it, not to just throw, like, a fireball. <laughs> was that made clear, though? I thought I said that, yeah. Um, you can give me, uh, maybe an insight roll to see if you picked it up. Oh, right. Just hear Grimsby shout, "Hail of Thorns!" Sixteen. Uh, yeah, you. I think you got the impression. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, level one spell. Okay. So um, that brings the DC down. So Sherwin, can you roll me a D twenty? Two times thirty-six. Yeah. Okay, and because uh, you have any contributors, you get advantage. So roll me one more. Okay, good. Um, that looks better. <laughs> that looks better. Um, and then, in her rage, she yells, Don't let the blizzard cast a spell! He'll kill us all! And then, her head starts to shrink into her shoulder. And you can see it shrink down to where it looks almost like a... Like a deformed face. Uh, and it slowly shrinks more into her neck. And then, down to nothing. As she drops on the ground in exhaustion and passes out. Was she flipping out? Oh, like as it was shrinking? Or? Uh, no, she was seemed paralyzed as the head was started to shrink. And as it faded away, she got more and more exhausted. Basically, she just took on lots of levels of exhaustion. And she passed out. But the head appears to be gone. Run races better. Bobby! And Raylan asked the stone speaker in giant if uh if it's gone and cured or if there's if it's just inside of her i cannot be sure i hope that it is gone rehud has since recovered and there's been no ill effects we can only pray that it lasts forever Raylan just kind of like solemnly nods and looks happily at the two family members embracing oh Okay, but she, she is healed up, though so she has passed out, um, and her head is gone. Second head is gone. We and, did it. Uh, he, we cut it off. You healed the blight. You healed the blight with your magic, Donnie. We cut you did the head you, off. You did what you wanted to in a roundabout way. Raylan was visibly surprised when Donnie contributed in a meaningful way to the magic thing. Yeah, I forgot that you took that feat, and I thought you were just going to pretend to throw a fireball and do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yep. Yeah, I still have to um, pick the cantrips and use them. That's but I did get that one. All right. And uh, he will, the Hogram will say, you know, if you need anything at all ever, ever again, the stone speakers, uh, the stone giants have a long memory, and you'll always be welcome here. And uh, Raylan offers him back the stone speaker crystal, but he wants to ask him about uh, about the dragon again, because we were going to talk to him about it, right? Was that what we decided? 
Uh, so while you, if, when you extend uh, to return the stone speaker crystal, he will lift up his hand and shake his head no. This is a gift from us to you. Please keep it. Oh, wow. Raylan looks super emotional. Like, this is very, very, very meaningful, clearly, to giant-type folks. And he <laughs> thanks him profusely. He nods his head silently. And what did you want to ask about dragons? Well, we already asked him if he trusted the Keepers of the Flame, and he said yes, right? Yeah, he said yes. And do I know if stone giants in general are like lawful type of people? You know that among the uh, the giant races, they are very neutral. Okay, so they like order type of stuff? Uh, yeah, tradition. Not so much order, maybe tradition. And um, try not to take sides in a conflict. Maybe leaning closer to true neutral. That this is what like true stone giants are like. The ones on the surface, like you mentioned before, tend to be the outcasts that have gone crazy or something like that. Okay. So what quest do we have left? Um, you well, the dragon egg, uh, I think is the only thing, and then the merchant, uh, Ilsa, about the coins were the two I think you had left in Grackwestug. Okay. Everything else is delivery quest, right? Uh, yeah, whenever you get to Blingdenstone, you have a couple things to drop off. Are those bells in this? What's up? Are those bells that I'm here? They're in this, right? They're not in the game, I don't think. I don't are think you? So. No, they are. Sorry. Are they? <laughs> I'm like, distant church bells, and I'm like, what the fuck? I have never what? heard that before. Uh, I heard it's like a bird tweeting, or tweeting, and I thought that's what you were talking about. <clears throat> okay. Uh, yeah, but, um,. Unless you had any other questions to ask him or anything like that, um, your business with Hargrim is basically concluded. Hargrim will tell um, Sherwin that, you know, uh, she'll likely wake in a few hours. <clears throat> she was more than likely just overwhelmed by the amount of magical energy. Take her onto his back. And uh, you also feel a little bit of a relief, uh, Sherwin, in addition to her head being gone. Um, you, the... You took a level of madness, if you remember last time, and there weren't really any immediate effects to it uh, because it never really came up. But you felt like this, whatever was kind of poking at the back of your mind, a sensation is gone now with the uh, head being vanished. Does that mean I means that whatever curse was or madness was afflicting you that you didn't actually even run into in any of the encounters um, is gone for now. Not for now, but it's the effects are gone. So you still have two points <coughs> of madness, but the whatever effect that was is gone so what was the effect uh it was like a lucky charm um if you're not within 30 feet of a certain object which i made it be your daughter's second head um you got disadvantage on like attacks and stuff like that so i gotta try to wrap up we're at 10 o'clock yeah. here um anything else you want to do before we stop for here um are the npcs with us uh yeah they are with you do any of them have ropes Ropes, uh, they wouldn't have anything unless you gave it to them. Which I think uh, the only no, thing you ever gave them was like uh, some mushrooms and uh, short swords short and cross swords. and crossbows, yeah, and armor. Okay, now I'm good then. And a dagger, yeah, you uh, you guys missed him, he's floating around somewhere. Missed who? Mm -hmm. Somebody <laughs> ominous. Uh, so, okay.
Yeah, so that's who's got the a... egg. That's who's got the egg. Son of a bitch. Oh, Droki. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, all right, sure, Droki. Whatever you want to blame. <laughs> Gepito, was... man. Uh... Oh shit. There's too many suspects. <laughs> I knew we should have.